Hello and welcome to the Adventure Archive. My name is Ryan, and, and we're I'm not Hunter. Yeah, and uh, this is the weekly scroll. Um, man, we should just redo that whole thing because I am not doing Dark Kingdoms and started going right into my script. No, this is a weekly scroll podcast. Um, we uh, this is our tenth episode. Uh, you have not been here for all ten, but you've been here for most of them. I've been here in spirit. Uh, how many episodes have we done together, though? <clears throat> um, I came on on episode three or four. Let um, me see. We did. You didn't do Merkborg with me. You didn't do Troika with me. We did Lancer, which was two episodes. I, I was on part two of Troika. Not for as the killer. interview. For the I interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were the guest. So, but that still means you were on since episode three. So Lancer was four and five, Necronautilus was six, Warplan was seven, Into the Auto was eight, and Cascalim was nine. So we've done, you and me have done one, two, three, four, five games together. Um, and we're going to go over uh, the two that we didn't do together as well. Um, because today, friends, today on the Weekly Scroll, um, we are doing a re-review special. Basically... A re-review, yeah. So we um, uh, we figured out after you know five games together that a score of one to five on our various um, ranking rating systems, right? Let's kick over to that window real quick. Um, we can show you the uh, three window review. Um, New review. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. for those Ooh, that are noticing, new, yes. This new is transition. A new yeah. Ooh, the whole thing is new and fancy. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we would usually have our game name, you know, with the logo, everything above the top of those scores there. Uh, these currently, the scores that are in there, I think, were the Cascadian scores. We realized that one to five on those five um, topics there those five criteria is not enough because our best game we've reviewed is like a 23, I think. And our worst game reviewed is a 17. Uh, and that's just not a big enough stretch to, to talk about the differences between those 17 and a, and a 24. Um, and also some other games had a 17 that in a lot of ways were a lot better than another game that we gave a 17. So there's just not a lot of delineation because if your art's really amazing, it can bump your score up. Even if we're like, well, the game kind of sucks to play um so yeah exactly so what we decided to do is uh bump it from five on each category for a total of 25 to 10 on each category for a total of 50 um to just give us a wider range because the difference between a two and a four in a one to five is very small but the difference between like a four and an eight on a bigger system is much bigger. So that's how math works, kids. Um, so we are going to actually, um, we're not going to kickstart the podcast or anything today. We are going to jump straight into. Well, and let's let's say this a little bit. It is um, wherever you are right now, if you're listening to this in the future in podcast land or watching us on Twitch or watching us on YouTube, um, it's December 11th. Um, Kickstarter is a little dead for the holiday season right now. So it's not, it's not that we're skipping it. I don't all have anything for it. I don't think Ryan, you do either, huh? I think I have <clears throat> of things we haven't talked about. I think I have one or two maybe, mm. but they don't end before next week. So we can just talk about them next week. 
Um, so yeah, I think I just have two. I think I have one new one, which we talked about briefly before stream, um, which will still be going. And then one that I backed previously. I mean, we'll probably end up talking about that a little bit today. So that's yes. the plan for today is we're going to go through every game that I have reviewed. Um, even the ones that Hunter wasn't here for, but you know, Hunter's played Merc Borg, read through Merc Borg, read through Troika and everything like that. So we're going to go through all those games. We're going to re-review them on a, um, on a one to 10 scale each on each of these five categories and, uh, just see how it actually unfolds. And then we'll post all of those into, uh, onto our Instagram. Uh, you can actually see it down there, the dot weekly dot scroll. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and, uh, I, I do a lot of our, uh, posts in Canva, so I originally had been building a lot of these uh, score posts originally. So we're just going to go right into my Canva files, uh, bring up those posts and be able to edit all of them at the same time and then be able to drop those out. So are you ready to? Uh, you ready to I'm so ready. Shit? I'm dude, I was born ready. I've been ready so, since yesterday. Yeah, I was so ready. I didn't sleep almost at all last night. There you go. I'm sure it was literally specifically only because of your excitement for not my not my copy addiction it was all special. this yeah 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 exactly uh so kicking over to rpg full screen review here we are this is this this is the new layout hunter you haven't really got to see some of this stuff i don't Ooh. think you've seen this one though this is nice uh, for those in podcast land check us out on youtube.com slash the adventure archive to check out the vod or catch us every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock Pacific time, 10 o'clock Central time uh, to actually check out this beautiful new overlay. Uh, it's mostly, we'll describe it for you a little bit. It's mostly white and black, but it's got these nice pops of like a, like a magenta uh, it's around some pink, things. Baby. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. It's <laughs> nice. So the first game we're going to talk about is the first game we reviewed on the podcast um, and a game that we have run a lot of on the Adventure Archive, uh, it is Merkborg. Uh, I would say, for me personally, in my tabletop gaming life, game of 2021 for me. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I get it. Yeah. I mean, this is not my game of 2021, but it is so fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's so good. Um, What's your game of 2021? Into the odd. Oh, you played it like one time. Yeah, I did. And I had an amazing time playing it, you know? Okay. Hey, listen. Hey, honestly, our, our now off session in Discord, the week rest that they had in between has been so much fun. Um, because they have a fucking week. And like, okay, you have all this money because they got a bunch of money. Sorry, a tangent. We'll get there. We'll get to yeah, that. We'll but get there. We got we Merc got like Borg. seven weeks to get through. Merkborg. Well, for me, I mean, we have we've played, you know, I think four or five arcs of Merkborg on the Adventure Archive. I think we've got 20 plus sessions under our belt now. So, you know, just the art, the style, the the layout, I mean, the function, the, the rule set, the crunch. Perfect. So it's gonna yeah. be I can tell you right now, podcast land slash two people watching our stream, which actually might just be us, um, because I think we both have the window open. We're Merkborg is getting a 10 on art. It is our staple um, for what a good like art punk um, TTRPG looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think, you know, we got a, we got a bunch of games with fives 
when we do the one yeah. to five. But on a one to ten, I think tens need to be like tens need to be the what sets the absolute highest level of they're they're omega level mutants, right? Like there can be yeah. other tens, but here, this is what the highest le power yeah. level looks like. You know, I, I think, and maybe we'll maybe we'll have to discuss it later because I feel like we're gonna have a, a a debate about this later. I think in everything we've done so far, I can only think of two scores across all of our games that deserve tens in my book i could think um, of three I, yeah I, I i think you i think i think of the one that you think of and we, we'll talk yeah. about why it's a nine um so <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about why you're wrong when we get there yeah um, so uh let me um no i'll leave my cursor on so art and style for Merkborg. so we we also posted on our instagram today a, uh, a breakdown, if you will, a presentation uh, talking about what our criteria for all of these things are uh, for art and style. Why don't we just go ahead and read through that real quick um, right here at the beginning and give people a kind of a better understanding of how we rate things. So the five criteria we rate in games are once we read through and review the game are art and style, layout and function, rule set and crunch, um, originality and price. And uh and those those are subject to change. If we write something at 10 and then we find something that's like, no, this is even better. We'll drop it to a nine. Or as we read through some games and do different things, you know, we might be like, mm, we give that an eight. That might be a seven or we give it a six. Maybe that's actually a seven um, as we go back and, and give it a little bit of time, you know, because I, I don't know about you, but I've listened to some albums from like meh. And and they're my favorite albums I've ever listened to. Now. Yeah, and you go, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. So, Context adds a lot to what we're doing, yeah. um, especially as we so, gain more by reading more. Exactly. So uh, so subjectively, again, you know, some of these things might change, and we'll see what happens. Um, <clears throat> but when we talk about art and style, um, art is scored as the quality and quantity of the graphics and illustrated illustrations used in the game book. Um, so the art you have should evoke the feeling of the game, um, in my opinion, more than anything. Um, and it should also like have enough art to evoke that. So like empty, you shouldn't have half of a page with text on it and then just half of a big blank empty page. It just doesn't look good. Um, and style is just the the way that the themes in the book are expressed through the art that you have in the book. So that's art and style. Uh, layout and function. Layout is scored by the way the information in the book and on the pages is arranged. And what you really want is readable information with an uncluttered page. You can have art, you can have a bunch of stuff. And, and you know, I say uncluttered page. There's some pages on Merkborg that are pretty cluttered. It's the information. Yeah, it's yeah. information that needs to not be cluttered. You need to be able to read what's on the page well. And it's also a little bit for layout. We also will deduct points for the order in which the information is presented. If we go through and we're like, why the hell is this so late in the book, which we've done, um, yeah. we will we will count off for that as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the other part of that is function, and function is scored by the ease in which the book is navigated and the information is found. So it's pretty much part just of what you just said. It's, it, that's just if it's hyperlinked. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I mean, part of what you said is 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 what you just said is function as much as layout is. That's very true. You know, is the uh, is the book easy to navigate and is the information where you think it should be and easy to find? And one other thing um, that we've given points for, and in, in the future as technology continues to march forward, it, it will factor in as um, does this project have an app on the outside that helps you 
with the functionality because Lancer has an app. If you try playing yeah, Lancer, yeah, yeah. it's really complicated. But if you play it through CompCon, you're like, oh, this is very manageable, you know? So we gave it a little bit extra for that. Yeah. Um, I said that books should have page numbers, indexes, quick reference. Um, and as you said, and as you, you, you know, I'm a big fan of it's, it's them hyperlink PDFs. I mean, come on, it's 2021. If you're going to put out a PDF, hyperlink that shit, hyperlink that shit. Uh, next is rule set and crunch. Uh, rule set is scored by the quality of an original rule set or the way an existing rule set is used or adapted. And if you have an original rule set, it should bring something unique to the gameplay. Like, how is this rule set different than another similar rule set? Um, and crunch is a measure of how well the rule set is utilized and if the quantity of the rules is appropriate for the game. So if you have a rules light game, it shouldn't be like a 300 page book. I mean, right. it, a rules light game should be rules light. Otherwise, you're not like d d It's not rules light. By any stretch of the imagination, it's rules medium to rules, you know, it's, a little, 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 it's little rules, it's, you know, medium large, um, medium large, medium <laughs> large, yeah, yeah. Um, ori- yeah, originality and, and just getting more and more and more and more. Just wait till 20 and 24. Anyway, originality is, um, exactly what it sounds like. Originality is being original, uh, it's not being derived from something else, it's fresh, it's unusual. Uh, and originality in tabletop role-playing games is uh, generally scored in the mechanics where you've done something new or different or in the setting or lore where you do something new and different or a little bit of both. Um, and we might ask ourselves questions like, uh, can you think of another game that has this thing? Or have you seen something done in this way before? Uh, and if the question is no, then boom, there you go. Um, or how original it is like sure Lancer has you know there's a lot of space games out there but it does does it do it in this way do you get this deep into the mech combat you know what I mean that kind of thing right um or the insane and, like multi millennia Lancer lore <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 which we didn't even dig hardly into at all um and then the last the last of the five things we rate on is price um and that's not just on the cost of the core materials needed to run the game it's also on the quantity of the material you get at quality um so it's basically bang for your buck you know what i mean do you feel like you got enough for as much as you spent or uh or are the core materials priced well um the and in addition this is something you talked about earlier when we talked about price um the availability and cost of additional content such as adventures rules or rules expansions apps and free materials are something that we heavily factor into it so like you said with lancer the the app makes it extremely playable yeah like i I feel like it'd be really complicated without it i feel like it'd be really hard to play without it (laughs) Or at least to get used to. There'd be a very yeah, steep absolutely. curve. The app, um, though, boom, 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 couple of clicks. It's clean. It's beautiful. It's fast. Um, it's free. I mean, that's free. a huge That's a huge bonus. It's a huge bonus. And I was talking to somebody about this the other day, um, one of my friends who, who kind of casually checks in on our um, podcast, and they were asking about us ranking price. Um, and another thing is that price is like a barrier to entry. Um, it is for the hobby and we we are like ryan and i are big fans of the hobby getting as big as it possibly can be 
because then we get more projects to go over and we get these more cool indie games. So like that is also the value of ranking prizes. Like, you know, is there like a massive barrier to entry for like a new person or somebody who can't afford maybe to like spend the crazy amount on D and D that I've spent, you know? Um, but yeah, good times. Great times. Yeah. So I, as you said, it's a barrier to entry. Um, another part of it is, I mean, I'm a millennial uh we broke as fuck because boomers ruined america uh and money is a big fucking deal if i can't play your game because i need to afford my rent uh that's a big part of it um and not only that you know we've also you know over the last couple of years you know uh it's become more mainstream in a good way for people to have a sense of like pay your artists you know what I mean? Yes. Pay your creators. Like, how dare you spend 50 hours on a piece of art for me and charge more than the $5 that, you know, Walmart can print it on a poster for? You know what I mean? Like, no, pay your artists, pay your content creators. Um, but in that same vein, you know, you have to look at something like D&D versus like a small book or small game like that. Um, and and <laughs> overall, the cost of of like you said, a barrier to entry. It could be a barrier to entry. Um, it could be um, that bigger companies are pushing out smaller companies with pricing. It could be a lot of different things. So price is definitely a, a big part of it um, because if I can't afford your game, I can't play your game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, you know, and part of it is is games where, um, like we both backed um, Red Giant, and on the Kickstarter, there's a free Kickstart guide with like a free adventure. That's huge. You could play the game. You could play the also, game I with something like that. Fucking shot that game because I'm so stoked for it. I'm I really so fucking am. pumped. You saw that it. You saw that the ending back like a day or two ago, and it and it it's all funded and ready to go, right? Yeah, I did. Very excited. So as soon as we get that, we'll talk about that. Welcome I have some other Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. We have some other games coming up um, that uh, that we backed as Kickstarters. I think one of the ones that we talked about prior to taking last week off and then doing this episode instead was Ark. So I think that's going to be our next one. And that oh, was one yeah. that was a Kickstarter too. Yeah. So we'll get into Ark. So Merkborg. All right. We just went over the five things. Right. So for art and style, I think ten. we both agree. Ten. We're not really going to give it's out ten. many tens. <laughs> I, listen, stop yelling. <clears throat> The tens are for the, the we set the standard for what the what the highest it looks like with the ten right and oh look at you with your little box at the ten there we go you fixed it um, yeah, yeah. maybe I'll, maybe I'll find like a little gold graphic with like lines coming off it and shit for when it's like a special ten score or something we'll see um, uh, yeah so and 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 just to talk about it why it's a ten it's. <clears throat> fucking beautiful this is what we talk about when we say like the the game book as as much a um an art book as it is anything else when you flip through it i mean it's just it's just stunningly gorgeous and not only is it a bunch of great art the game is uh incorporated into the art into so, the art and like that's the biggest yeah. thing is that the like the heart that should with the hp on it the person with all the weapons stabbed into them that has all the different weapon rolls like everything there's art on every page and it's it's interwoven into the rule set in a very like understandable and readable way and it's just fantastic like i'm not a big like gothic guy you are um <laughs> fucking goth um but like fucking yeah it's an unbelievable hippie. book um 
I mean, you you like dark shit too. Maybe not as much as me, I, but you can appreciate no, I it. I do. I like a different style of dark shit though. But that, right, but that right, doesn't matter right, right. because this is like an amazing piece, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, beginning to end, Johan Nor, just I, it, it's hard to even describe what. Every time I pick up the book, it's like picking it up for the first time, and you're just like, "Fuck, this is so good!" Every <laughs> single time, you know. Um. Okay, so layout and function. When we originally scored this, my knock on layout, and I, I think <clears throat> my knock originally was the first time you go through it, why it is a 10, almost take points away from layout and function. Because I would say the first two or three times I flipped through the book, I didn't realize that it's actually broken up into sections because it's so art intensive. Yeah, because it's so um, art intensive. And uh, and it's also hard to find those sections. Does it have an index? Let's. I should. I should actually have Mercboard pulled up on my computer, and I don't right now. Yeah. I uh, listen. I apologize. We're just gonna cut all this, and, you know, in post. Merc we say that every time, and then I absolutely don't do that. I know we say um, that every time, and I go yeah. through. I'm like, he didn't cut any of this shit out. <laughs> no. Hey, listen. Do you want to start editing the podcast? No, I mean, I, I mean, I definitely can, but it's actually way, way funnier that we say that all the time, and, yeah. and then, yeah. and then we, there goes a cat, and then we just don't fucking do it. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's way funnier. We just yeah. keep doing it. Cat, what do you? What's your exit strategy so, here, guys? So that was my original knock with for the layout and function, but it regains points because one of the other things that's really nice to have with a system like this, if you flip to the very last two pages. Uh, it is all the rules you need to play the game, not the lore, not the fluff, not the rest of it, just the required rules to play. Last two pages of the book all laid out, and it's free on the website as a single page printout. So, you know, that's, God, that's a huge so part crazy. of crazy. Yeah. You know, a huge part of the layout and function. So uh and, and so and my other thing too is we're we're rating this on five is average, not like high school like a c70 is average right like right like if, you, if it's an average something it's a five that's what makes right. 10 so crazy and one so bad um i don't know if for layout and function if also i don't think the pdf is hyperlinked it's not hyperlinked yeah um I is there an, is there an index in the beginning that gives you page numbers nope there's nope. roll tables the roll tables yeah, are no. amazing. So yeah, yeah, no, there's not really an index. Um, so no index, no hyperlink PDF. That's that's two points minimum off right there. Um, the information uh, again, <clears throat> once you've read it enough and know where things are, it's easy to find those things. And it is and kind of also, broken. If you get the book, they have they give you like two different um, like a uh, bookmarks, whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, I have I have the book. It's right right there. And it's beautiful. So why it's uh it's in my car actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I think I mean okay. So average is a five. Um, I think it, just as far as like layout and stuff like that goes. Um, I think it's better than I think it's better than just an average standard fucking book. You know what I mean? I do too. Yeah, I yeah. think it's still laid out fine. I do think lack of an index is kind of a huge deal actually now that we're talking about it I, i've never really yeah. thought about it till now it's like oh yeah there's not fucking index and more and mark oh wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you know since there's an index on the back cover oh oh back of the book index in the back cover so far let me see what we got oh look at that we do have an index in the back of the book yep second to like yeah i guess the last page 
Yeah. Which, I mean, that should be on the front page. But it should be on the front page. But so I mean, is hey, it, is it, it does exist. Yeah. So is it an index or is it a glossary? It's um, an index. And you know what? The index is hyperlinked. Ooh. On, on the PDF. What? It's not hyperlinked back, so you can't go back. But you can go straight to the page you're looking for. See, okay. this is why you should have okay. me do the Merkborg episode, okay. you know? Okay. Yeah, See, I, I mean, if you're getting to a hyperlink section and it's one of the very last pages in the book, it's, you know, it's a lot harder to get back to that thing. I would prefer that in the very front. That would be great. I, I guess I can understand that it would kind of like take away from the vibe of the book early on. So it does sacrifice a little bit of like layout and function for art and style. Um, because even that the, those two pages at the very end where they're giving the rules breakdown um, could those be better suited in the front. But artistically better in the back. So so listen, then why don't we just say if we do have an index and we do have hyperlink, uh, I'd say this is like a seven or an eight. What are you thinking? I'm I'm good with a seven for this one. I think this is I'm a good, good with a seven. seven. Yeah, that's that's yeah. where I was heading. Here's the thing is we have all of these. If we find another one, you feel it's a stronger seven, we can always bump this up or down. The point of today is to go through all of them kind of as a group and really get a base understanding through these first seven games total of where we want things to lay out. So rule set and crunch. Um, I love the Merkborg rule set. I think we originally gave it a four because there were a couple small knocks I had on it. I really don't fucking like that uh, uh, half the weapons are equivalent, like a like a femur and a you dagger. Really you really do I not don't. like that. I can yeah. kill you way faster with a dagger than a femur. I'm telling you that right the fuck now. Um, <laughs> hey, if you hit of the head, man, they're dead either way, you know? TBI slash throat. I mean, um, so so it's not perfect. So it's not a 10 regardless. You know what I mean? It's still an amazing rule set. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's one of my favorite. I would say currently, I can't think of a D20 rule set that I like better than this. Oh, I mean, it's, it's a really, really good D20 rule set. Like, yeah. no doubt. And I like yeah. it. I like it for the reason I like D20 rule sets, which is that you can random, like, you, if the rules are so random, you can just fucking fail, <laughs> you know? 2D6 so it keeps you from failing sometimes, but this was like, no, you're going to fail. Um, yeah. yeah. I think for uh, me, the rule set is a strong seven and a light eight, you know, easily. I'm going to lean, I'm leaning towards eight on the rule set. I mean, I'm, there's I'm very, very comfortable with that. So I feel like all the things I don't like about it are very nitpicky. Like yeah. the. Uh, I think some of the carry weight stuff is a little bit weird in the way that I can have a scroll in this Vihander and they take up the same amount of space. Yeah. <laughs> some of those things you're sacrificing uh, a little bit of... You're sacrificing for simplicity and I and I appreciate... I, I do appreciate yeah. that and I understand it. Um, it steps you away from reality so, by a touch, though. Right, but the more of those little things that you have to... Let's explain this a little bit more. Let's explain this a little bit more. Let's explain this a little bit more. Your your rule set suddenly blossoms into twice as big. Right. So I can totally understand why they do it. Uh, it doesn't mean that I can't be objectively, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So I think an eight is really good. This rule set works really well. Um, it is also like there is stuff in it with it still being very easy to understand. Um, 
and it's fun. You know, it's fun. It's fun in the way that like getting beat up is fun, I guess. You know, <laughs> your player is like dragging themselves through a dungeon and bad yeah. shit just keeps happening to them. They're like, I'm having a great time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I got one leg left, uh, but we're good. <laughs> um, so uh, there might be some other tin. There might be some other tins in some of this too. Originality yeah. for me. I mean, here's the oh, thing dude. is dark shit exists as far as like gaming uh, there's a bunch like yeah, midnight but this is fucking Merkborg, you know what i, I mean? know like... <laughs> i know that's my whole thing is like yeah, this when we talk about originality are there other you know super grim dark you know brutal settings and games and stuff out there sure sure uh, do they do it do they do it in this way is the question is this did they reinvent the wheel here with this kind of thing to me it's yeah. so good it's so did. yeah it is also like because what are they there this is is the game are they swedish is that what they are yeah are they? uh yeah yeah they're Dot pulling, cartel and all that yeah yeah they're pulling from like essentially like swedish mythology for some of their monsters or they or they're like reimagining the monsters the goblins goblins in Merkborg are fucking so interesting and goblins have them. never been interesting anywhere else um yeah. you stare into their eyes and realize that they were formerly human you're like wait what the fuck it's like yeah it's a mm -hmm. disease um yeah, yeah. they this and the is curse, another the goblin curse and shit dude? yeah it's a curse yeah, yeah. um it's it's, yeah, it's a reimagining like, in an incredibly original way something that yes it it does exist in a version of this elsewhere but not this version not in yeah, this not way. this version no you know um i'm i i will i'm this is a nine for me because oh, i yeah. know in my heart what a 10 is we'll get to the 10 okay. and i just remembered another 10 um, to me, this is a hard, this is an easy nine. I'm so comfortable with that. I fucking like the thing is, I'm very much right now in my own personal gaming, like looking to play like westerns and cyberpunks and weird space opera adventures. So, but this is so good. God, so mm -hmm. good. Um, well, I'm a couple of things I with that. This with you. No, I, I, we could always do a re. Nah, nah, nah. Um, <laughs> we could nah, nah. always do. Uh, no, my my brain tangented. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. I, I'm leaning, you know how I feel about tech in my world? Uh, I don't like it. I hate it. I don't want, I don't, I hate steampunk and all that bullshit. My problem is I either want no tech or all tech. I don't want right. half-ass, you know, Eberron kind of bullshit. So I either want grimdark, like, you know, low everything, you know, shit and blood RPG, uh, or, or I want, you know, to be able to hack people's brains and shit, hardcore yes. cyberpunk. So I'm leaning more into cyberpunk. There is, and I think you did see this, uh, just a little a little preview, little precursor. Uh, did you see Vast Grim? Vast Grim? No, I did not Vast see that. Vast Grim is a kind of space horror. Uh, What's Merc Borg. Oh. Uh, it's it's GameFound. If you just Google Vast Grim, you can't. It literally it. is, but it is Merc Borg. Like, they took the Merc Borg rule system used to the third-party... Uh, um, license that you can use and created okay. vast grim which is space horror merc board i backed it it looks really good i actually got cool. their free adventure from free rpg day i can do it that your direction but a little a fun mix of the two for like space and 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 merc board vast grim looks dope i will look into it i mean good thing we got cyberpunk coming out but yeah 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 so uh price I mean, I'm going to say, honestly, for Merkborg, this is hard not to give it a 10. It's really um, hard, especially with the cult of Merk, uh, Merkborg cult or whatever it is. Like, there's yeah. so much stuff on the fucking site that you're just like, yeah, just download it, dude. It doesn't matter. Right? You don't have to pay All of it. And, 
and all the kickstarters <laughs> that they do are all of this like fan created content that they, yeah. have, they have and to explain like the Merkboard cult um they it, it was a lot of pieces so many pieces got you know sent to them they put it out on a website and the ones that they really loved they actually like edited put some art with slapped a really cool label on it and made it like an official Merkborg release you know but it, it's fan generated content the first adventure that we ran graves loves wanting on Merkborg was part of that was a fan generated content that became official you know cult of uh Merkborg cult stuff yeah, the first uh, the dungeon thing I too, ran was with my group of Merkborg is a fan generated dungeon that Yo- that Johan Nor did art for, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go to the website and find literally dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of stuff that Merkborg put together, so you can download it for free. But not only that, every time they do another Kickstarter, they create more free software. So there is the um, Scum Birther which is the uh, literally like <laughs> one click character creation tool. Uh, there is, I think they have a new one, uh, Dungeon, which literally does a oh, dungeon yeah. creation. Uh, and if I and remember correctly- Have you not used that yet? I have used it. I've dicked around oh, okay. with it. I just couldn't it's remember so the name of it. I think it's Dungeon, but it's like DNG. They take some of the letters off and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think they have another one that's like a monster generator now too, with like eggs, with like an egg on it and stuff. Really? I have not seen that one. Uh, maybe I'm, maybe it's for a different game that I'm thinking of, but yeah. So it's hard for me not to give this a ten. I can't think of another game that offers you more content, and not only that, because of the ease of use of their um, their uh, content license that you can create third party content with. There's a fuckload of third party content for this that you can get too. I've backed so many things on Kickstarter for Merkborg that are so good. And people like Chris Bassett and Adam Vass have done Merkborg content. You know what I mean? Like, so good. People, who, people, people whose content we fucking love. <laughs> yeah. We could literally just do a whole stream of just third-party Merkborg content that, that you know, Philip Reed, Adam Vass, Chris Bassett, uh, Chris Eichhorn, like, that all these guys have done, like, really, really, really cool stuff for. Um, I mean... T- I'm I'm arguing in my own head on like why I wouldn't get this a ten instead of a nine. I can't think of another game that offers oh, no, as much this content as this. This should this should be yeah. a ten. It's a ten. So Merkborg gets uh Merkborg gets two ten. We're gonna we, we said we're gonna rarely pass out a ten. Merkborg gets two of them right yeah, off. Yeah, Merkborg's really really good though. It's like it really, really is very good. good. It's you know? really good. And like Stockholm Cartel and all the stuff that they've done is great. And the fact that they're kind of um, working with Free League as distributors, yeah. you know, uh, and Free League is amazing and have done a lot of great yeah, stuff for Merkborg too. Free League is I mean, amazing. So. They have a, a web store and I've, I've commented like eight times on their shit. Can you just put the Free League logo on a fucking t-shirt and I will wear it? You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, just give me a Free League shirt. Like, I'll rock the fuck out of just a Free League logo. Um, so, so math this up for me. What do we got here? Um, I'm just going to straight pull up a fucking calculator cause I'm just dumb on stream and I try to do math. So we got, uh, 10 plus seven plus eight plus nine plus 10, a 44 out of 50, 44 out of 50, baby. That's big numbers. Y'all. Those are big numbers. I mean, <clears throat> it's. I, it's got to be probably my favorite game. You it know, at this point, we played so much of it. Game. 
Yeah. So. At this point, we've played so much of it. I'm like, I'm starting to move into other games too. Yeah. But if someone was like, "Hey, I want to run. I want to. I want to do like a, a three. I'd be a, a three game arc or some shit like that." I'd be like, "Fuck yes!" And every time Merkborg drops a Kickstarter, I'm jumping on that shit like fucking crazy. And uh, uh, Putrescent Regnant, the vinyl, and all of the adventure stuff that comes into that, mm, mm, so fucking good. So yeah, it, that it, was it's really great. Cool. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Um, we'll, we'll again. Some of these numbers might change as we go through the rest of the scores because we might. You know, make some adjustments based on, oh, you know, well, we gave Mark Borg an eight. Maybe we'll drop that to a seven to make this an eight because this means like it makes more sense. But for right now, it's a 44, which is about what it made sense to me. I think it was what was it before? 23 or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if you what is what is 23 times two? 46. So roughly, I think we dropped layout and function a little bit in this comparatively. Right. Um, Because at the end of the day. You know, layout and function is hard to get a 10 in just because of what you need to do for it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if you have a 10 in art and style, it's hard to get a high score in layout and function because they're kind of they can work against each other. Because I do think that the reason that the the rule stuff is in the back and the index and stuff is in the back and stuff like that is to kind of put it to the back of so it's art forward. You know what I mean? Yes, Versus kind absolutely. of taking you out of that first, like open up the page and be like, oh, shit, oh, shit. You know, you kind of hit like Go the to page like, 23 for. Yeah. yeah. So I think it does kind of take that away from itself. But at the end of the day, a 44 out of 50 is an insane number. And Mark Borg is fucking amazing. So, yeah. It makes uh, sense. Mark Borg, so. so let's move into Troika now. Troika. Also, shout out to me for how good these look, by the way. Honestly, big shout um, out. Big shout out to Ryan, uh, y'all. Um, can I get uh, fuck yeah, Ryan in the chat? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so Troika, Troika. The other, you know, the other thing that I Troika. think we should talk about. I wish we had a, like a, like a. We I, we should have a hidden score. We should have a hidden score. Secret score. Secret score. That's not listed on any of this. It's uh, how bad do I want to fucking play this game? Score. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really a hidden secret Troika. score. Here's the thing. Uh, the the fun thing about Troika is Troika is it's not there is no Troika setting, and I really like that. Yeah, you can play anything you want, Troika. If I want to play my fucking grimdark sad boy shit in Troika, I absolutely fucking can. It is very all over the place. Um, yeah, Troika. It does. It does feed into the way the system works. So it does feed into a little bit of wacky weird, which is fine yes. if you want to play wacky weird. But we did talk about Turn Willow and things like that, which are literally like full mech Troika, you know, little settings. Oh, yeah. Friend Jellion. Uh, oh, my God, dude. That is such a niche fucking joke. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, if you go on to Spear Witch right now, there is a Frasier Evangelion mashup for Troika. Um, and if you appreciate that joke, you're a person of high quality, you know? Um, you are. That's so fucking funny. I think my mom got it for me for Christmas because we're doing cheap yeah. gifts this year. It's like six bucks, so. Also, Just get shout in the out fucking robot, Shinji. Um, <laughs> get in the robot, so, Shinji! Uh, I, think, I think a four was because, for me, the art and style is nothing, anything close to... To, you know, we should bring these up and I can always like pop the um, I can always pop it up here on the side 
when we're flipping yeah, through the books absolutely. and things I, like I that. I know that everyone listening to the podcast is going to find a lot of satisfaction in us popping the game up. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, listen, yeah. We, we, we got a YouTube too where you can watch the VODs and all sorts we of stuff. We do have like a that. YouTube. That's where I watch it on. So, because I like to make sure that I don't sound totally annoying. And guess what? I do. You do. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I hate my voice every time I hear it. It makes me want to stab myself in the throat so i never speak again my voice doesn't bother me it bothers me how excited i get you know you do get excited what's wrong with being excited oh i don't know I man i just really like tabletop games uh um, yeah there's nothing but, wrong with being excited there's nothing wrong with being excited okay so when we look at uh when we look at Troika, right it, it right off the bat you know you you get hit with the wacky weird um one of the things i hated is this whole thing here i fucking hate this not a fan of this. Um, I'm sorry. I'm t- for the podcast land. Right at the beginning, it gives you the uh, matrices for the damage. Uh, I I a think I said it. Very weird system. Admittedly, very yeah. weird. It works, and the only reason it works is because <laughs> on the character sheet, when on you the game make, it tells you yeah. <laughs> when you make the character sheet, it, it works for you. So all you have to do is look at it. I still don't fucking like it. I don't like it. Um, I'm going to be honest, you know, I, I think I actually kind of like it. Like, I don't think it's the best thing ever, but I think like for this, it's fun and whimsical and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Well, this is, this is what I was talking about before when we said that like, uh, you can play whatever you want in Troika, but the rule set, and this is a good thing for the rule set. And this is something I've talked to Sersa about a lot. He definitely preaches this, that your rules should reinforce the game you want to play. Right. And that's, Excuse me. That's the downfall of fifth edition is it doesn't, you know, they, they try to say use fifth edition to play everything. And it's like <laughs> I, I could or I could find a different game that does that better. Yeah. Um, and uh, what you should have is a game that, again, the rules reinforce the game you want to play. So doing a lot of like super dark stuff in Troika, again, you could. But the way to describe a bunch of the way the rules are written is kind of whimsy. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it feeds back into itself, which is, which is interesting. Uh, so, so we're, so we're looking at art and style. The art's fantastic. You know, we're pulling this up pages. Not much of it. It's not even that there's not much. If you flip through the book, there's not a blank space. There's, there's very little, even in, even in pages like yeah. page one, like with intro, there's a piece of art at the top, you know, every single page that has a background has a piece of art for the background right but, but there's so it's many pages where it's like just text half the page yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which which again but but again this is where we talk about <clears throat> art and style versus layout and function functionally right. is this page extraordinarily easy to read is there is the information that's given laid out really really well is the page uncluttered and you get exactly what you need from page nine the demon stalker yes There's nothing in the way of that. It's clean. There's not a whole lot on there. So I can take in this whole page at a time. And there's a piece of art on it. That is where we talk about a game like Merc Garden style heavy versus a game like uh, Troika, which is layout and function heavy. It is Um, layout and function. I mean, it does have the perfect layout and function, but yeah. It does. uh, But if we look at the art specifically, the art is fucking awesome. It is really cool. A 10 means it's literally a fucking art book where the rules are written in with the art and everything. This is clearly not that. Clearly yeah. not that. Is it more than average? In my opinion, yes. I think the art itself, the style of the art itself, is better than average because of 
one of the things we talked about for art and style is that the style uh, uses the art to reinforce the themes of the book. And is that and as every page like that? Yes. Every single page has a super consistent style and it gives you that again, that whimsy right off the bat of what Troika is. What if I saw if I was out in the wild and I saw this piece of art in my head, I would immediately know I would say that reminds me of Troika. Yeah. Because yeah, I've seen the book now. Yes. You know? So to me, it's above average as far as the art goes. And again, anytime there's a big spot, even this, this piece of art here, this is what I'm saying. This is not yeah. like an amazing, great whatever, you know, and it doesn't take up the entire space. We're looking at page 45. There's this this guy at the bottom here, but it, it's a half a page is of text and they needed to put a piece of art here. They did. They did. Versus yeah. other games we've looked at that doesn't. So to my in my opinion, all of the things needed to have at least a five is here. There's not a there's not oh, a single absolutely. page. It's definitely a, a little bit above average. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, I would say right off the bat, uh, I would say right off the bat, minimum six because yeah, it's filled in. I would say the art itself, the style of the art, the quality of the of the art, uh, bumps it up to at least a seven for me. There's just so many pages like in a row as we go through the rules, especially um, rules mm -hmm. or spells or like where it's just text for but so that's, like, I'm, for three or four but, pages, you know. But I see I'm fine with that. I don't need a piece of art on every page, but oh, you should not I need a coloring, bro. I need a picture book. I know. Dog. I know. It's OK. <laughs> um, I'm saying you shouldn't go more than like 10 pages without 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 a decent piece of art. And that's you fair. don't. You don't no, in this don't, because sometimes yeah. because sometimes you have a bunch of rules that really need to be read together and doesn't need to be broken up, you know. Yeah. But I feel like this does a really good job of when it needs to be broken up. Boom! Beautiful piece of art. Yeah. So okay, that's fair. Yeah. I don't think that for me personally, I don't think this one's getting above a seven for art. I think seven yeah, is pretty much for it. Yeah, I think I, I I think we're on the exact same page. I think that. Uh, I think that a oh, yeah, seven so for a art. Quizzical dra dragon. <laughs> I, I think a seven for art. For the dragons fucking the <laughs> like. So yeah. so layout and function. Here's 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 my thing with Troika. Uh as far as layout and function are concerned, easy fucking ten. Easy oh, fucking absolutely. ten. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I will explain to you all why it's an easy fucking ten real quick. All of the things we talked about, all of the things we previously talked about. Let me let me let me bring it back up here. So when we talk about uh, is there an index, right? I'm scrolling so I can give you something better later. All right. You, you get right to the beginning. Boom. Table of contents. Tables, everything listed right there. OK, right at the beginning of the book. And then you have my favorite thing let, let, let's click in and see a little bit farther as you get into the rules every single every single chapter is is numbered or and every paragraph within that chapter is numbered so when you go to stamina running out of stamina is 4.1 healing is 4.2 negative stamina is 4.3 
So if anyone ever asks me and I say, oh, you know, death rules 4.4, they know to go to chapter four to the fourth fucking paragraph. The fourth. I mean, you can't get cleaner than this. It's literally every single paragraph is laid out. Let me let me let me for those in podcast land, you're going to miss out on this. But for those watching the stream uh, at the top of each page. Uh, well, every other page on even pages in the top left, you see the word Troika exclamation point and it's blue and underlined, right? That means it's a hyperlink. And on the odd pages, you see the word the rules. OK, this is amazing, right? If you click on the word Troika, it takes you back to the table of contents. Every even number page will take you back to the table of contents. So if you're on the table of contents, you go, damn, I'm going to look at damage real quick. Oh, look, I'm on eight damage. Cool. I read what I need to do about damage. I'm going to look at something else. Let me just click Troika. Takes me back to the table of contents. Come on. Come the fuck on. Not only that, they went they went another level. That was already another enough for level. me. That was already enough for me to get this a 10, period. Yeah, that enough <laughs> is enough for me to 10. But if you go to actions, right, you click on six and you go to actions. OK, let's say I, I, I'm far down in into into, you know, 12 advanced skill descriptions, or whatever like that. Uh, uh, let's just go back up to 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 encumbrance right on page 49. If I click the rules in the top right. It will take me back to the beginning of the rules. Each section of the book, this is the rule section. If I do scroll down into those advanced skill descriptions uh, and items, it'll say that on the top right. And if I click that, it will take me back to the beginning of that chapter. So every other it's page. It's really, really convenient. <laughs> you either have a hyperlink back to the table of contents or a hyperlink back to the beginning of the chapter you're currently on. And in the rules, if they mention another rule, I'm trying I'll try to find a page that eight has one. it on it. 81. 8-1. Double damage. 8.1. When striking a mighty blow, exclamation point 7.4, you double the amount of stamina lost. What's a you mighty blow, click, Ryan? I don't know. Let me click on the 7.4. Oh, it took me right to 7.4. Mighty blows. If you roll a double six while attacking, you strike a mighty blow. Crazy. But look, and, like, wait, hold on, reel all the way through because it says, it, it says oh, it puts double damage. And it says eight one. So you actually, after when you're done, you're done reading this. If you want to keep going, just click back to eight one. Yeah. And then you're back to where you started. It links back <laughs> to the rule, the reference that rule that the the rule links back to the spot that referenced this Come rule. On. Get it. And get then it, it'll take you back to the previous rule. I got it. I got it. I had a twelve hour shift last night, motherfucker. You just woke up. I did. Um, I have fucking. I I slept. <laughs> so, anyway, as far as layout and function are concerned, not there. It's it's it's. I would give this a fucking twenty if if that was in our rule set. Uh, it's it's perfect. Yeah. So, it, this is our this is our omega level layout and function. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, I can't imagine. I literally, genuinely don't think it's possible for another game to be better than this as far as the just the layout and function are concerned i don't know what could possibly make a layout and function better than this honestly like i really it's don't not, it would be no. technology i haven't seen yet no, <laughs> no. uh so rule set and crunch uh i think you like it better than me do i i think it's really original i, do I think too. the rule set has some really cool things but that's yeah. an originality that's not in rule set and crunch right 
So when I, I don't at, like, I don't like, uh, uh, initiative, <laughs> the stack, the stack yeah. is, I have an issue with the stack too. I think we need to play it more. Um, I, we might need to play because I still haven't played it. So I don't know if maybe I'm just reading it. And I'm like, that sounds confusing, but in practice, hi dog, it wouldn't be confusing, but yeah. So, so for rule set, we score it on the quality of an original rule set or the way one is adapted and original rule set should bring something unique to the gameplay. Does it? Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. does. Um, and crunch is a measure of how well the rule set is utilized and if the quantity of the rules is appropriate. And I think it is. So this is an above average rule set, in my opinion. That's why we originally gave it a four. Yeah, it's it's definitely, in my mind, this is another seven. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's good. It's above average. I'm not in love with the way damage works. I'm not in love with the way initiative works. And this might be a thing that we can even revisit after we play it. Um, and this yeah. might give us an excuse to play Troika because I still haven't really played it. Um, yeah, same, same. I mean, we've but, read through it and we've run some some like small scenarios with it. We did a character and stuff like that yeah, and, and, and I, did some I'm roles. Playing, I'm going to play Down and Young Guardi when I get it. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, well, and that's a solo game book that you can use a system in. So at least you'll yeah. you'll have that. So, um, yeah, this is a six to seven for me, too. Um, I think that even if I don't necessarily this is an example of one of those rule sets where I might not love it. But yeah. objectively, is it does it work and is it fun and interesting? Objectively, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, again, I think the 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 whimsy of it all just doesn't strike the that the the you're chord for me. You're not very whimsical, you know. I'm not. Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm much more whimsical than you are. So for me, I'm like, oh yeah, dude, fuck yeah, this is awesome. 100. Yeah, I feel like we're an extremely similar person. Um, but I definitely feel like you're 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 Hell shaded you, you're shaded more to light gray and I'm shaded more to dark gray. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you like you're more goofy and I'm more serious. And I think we complement each other really well because of that. So um, originality. Uh, no, what's up? I was going to say, I have an idea for running Troika where it's a um, e essentially evil Peter Pan. Um but <laughs> isn't Peter Pan already evil? He literally kidnaps Dude, kids. Honestly, like... <laughs> yeah, he kidnaps fucking children. Yes, Peter Pan yeah. is fucking evil. Um, yeah. fuck you, Disney. Peter Pan's dark as fuck. Um, okay, yeah. sorry. Originality. Hook. Hook is a great fucking movie, though. Hook is an amazing movie. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna yeah. watch Hook after this stream. Why would you say that name of that movie? I'm gonna go to bed. Um, I'm gonna go to bed, is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be watching Hook doing homework. Um, so, so originality. Um, so originality it, is counted in both both uh, right. setting, lore, mechanics, everything. So we already said mechanics-wise, super original. There's I've never seen anything like the stack as far as initiative yeah. goes. Whether yeah. I like it or not, it works, and I've never seen anything like it. That's very true. Yeah. Um, I think all over, like, this, it takes... There's a lot of themes in this book and the information they give you that i'm like oh i see like the stuff that you drew this from culturally but like i mean just going through just going through character like classes in this book which i think is one of the funnest sections is like you're just like what the fuck are these fucking characters these are so bizarre fun cool weird um i am i'm willing to give this you know this has got like a strong eight for me you know for originality yeah, well, so I think one of my knocks on, and I don't even know if this is part of originality. I think one of the things I like is also one of the things I don't like in a way, but I think I like it more than I don't like it. 
um, in that it is Troika's whole thing is that it's not a setting. It's a rule set to play in the setting. And the setting, quote unquote, that they give you isn't a setting. It's kind of like bits and pieces, because the whole thing about Troika, uh, if you read right from the beginning. Oh, let me click the Troika hyperlink to go back to the beginning. Um, <laughs> if you read. Uh, Transversing uh, the crystal spheres, you know. Yeah, so the whole thing, that's exactly what it is, is uh, players travel by Eldritch Portal and non-Euclidean Labyrinth and Golden-Sailed Barge between the uncountable crystal spheres strung delica delicately across the humpback sky. So basically, uh, it, it's a Spelljammer kind of vibe. You literally can bounce from world to world to world to world, and the base book here is bits and pieces from all those worlds. So it's not supposed to be, like, one base setting. It's literally supposed to basically be, like, a fucking uh like like yard sale of like a bunch of stuff that have been found across all of these different crystal spheres right right and so and that's what that's what's cool is that anyone that wants to do anything can make a troika setting it's a micro it's a, it's a game of micro settings right uh so you can do whatever you want i think that's cool if you're really pushing to allow third party content which yeah. I don't know if Melsonian allows a third-party license. Do they? Maybe they, no. I think they actually do. Don't don't let me don't let me. Anyone may publish free or commercial material based upon and/or declaring compatibility with Troika without permission. So yeah. So so they're all about creating third-party stuff. I I would like some uh, better core content because of uh, the four books I think that they put out with this. Uh, I would play one of them. As of Death Fantasy? Or as, of it course is. it's As of Death Fantasy. Um, but does that go into originality? No. I, I'm i I'm between a 7 and an 8 on this. Uh, and I don't know why... I guess I'm just trying to pick a, a, a one of the scores that I can just give my, like, eh, 4. But th that'll be in the secret score. I'm, I'm okay with... I'm okay with an 8. I'm okay with an 8. I think okay. because of the mechanics... The only problem, again, is because there is no base setting or lore. Yeah. You know, okay. But let's, what they I, let's give go you. Seven. Let's okay. do seven. Okay. There what is they do no give base you, though, setting. Right. But what they. But that is that is that is on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what they do give you is interesting, and they do give you an adventure that's that's weird. I, I'm gonna. I'm still gonna go with a seven on this for me. If you can argue up to an eight, I'll, I'll bump it to an eight. I'm I'm pretty comfortable with a seven on this one. Okay. You make you make a lot of valid points, sir. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Okay, so price wise, we argued this before. So we gave it a three, which I think three in the original one through five was just average. Um, right. This is one pre of the problems. Day, so. Yeah. One of the problems with the game is that it's European. And for us Americans, that's a problem because right now the dollar is trash comparatively. So it's an expensive game. Uh, if you want to get the entire, uh, yeah. if you want to get the Numinous Edition, no, I don't want your Ichio page. I want your real page. If you want to get, uh, let's go to the shop. Uh, they often have a bundle. Um, Ooh, what is this? What's what? Oh, there's a thing called uh, the reference pocket dimension. There's nothing. Hmm, it goes to nowhere. 
So uh, <laughs> you can. Oh, I guess you can't. Maybe the bundle's gone. No, I, I found that like a uh, starting bundle on uh, Melsonia. Well, how much is the Troika starting bundle? Um, it is 59 pounds. Um, and is it three books with Troika or is it four adventures? Okay, so for essentially $80, it's the Numinous, um, Acid Death Fantasy, uh, Fawns of Benevolence, which I haven't read. Um, and the Palazoic Pals. Oh, Fronds of Benevolence. And then very pretty, yeah, uh, Pelozoic Pals. So three settings, which are relatively thinnish, uh, and the book for 80 bucks. I mean, to me, that's av that's that's just average, you know? Yeah. Plus, we have to pay shipping in the UK, but I can't hold shipping really against people too hard. Right. Um, just because we're fucking terrible Americans doesn't mean we can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I, I personally, for me, I, I think it's a five. I mean, I think it just feels average for price. I think, I think it is a it is a very reasonable five. It's very average. Yeah. It's definitely not over the top yeah. expensive, but it's also not very like super excessively priced. Right. Um, and, and there's, there's also no PDF like buying, you know, where I'm just like, yeah, I don't really want to buy Troika. I just want to buy the PDF. It's like, well, it's not really an option, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, and on top of that, you also um, there's not like bonus stuff. Like when we get talk about Markboard getting a ten, there's no free adventure, there's no starter adventure, there's no quick right. start rules, there's no app, there's no there's no any additional. Is there no starter content. adventure in, in Troika? Uh, there's like a little, but I'm saying like not as like a download, not like you know how like I said oh, with yeah. like Red oh, yeah, Giant's totally. got a quick start with a little adventure. There is in the book in the in the base book. There's like a, a weird adventure where you have to like it, get to the top very, of the building thin, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. Uh, so for me, that's gonna be a five. It's a five for me, dog. Um, can be a five for me, dog. Yeah. So when we add all of that up, uh, we're finally going to get to see a range of scores here. That's a little bit different because it went from a 20 to a 23, which doesn't feel that great when the, in the original one. But with this one and being slightly, um, slightly, I, I don't want to say harsher. I think a little bit more realistic with, with some yeah. of the rules plus seven plus seven plus five. Uh, we got a 36. Cool. Still a good score. But yeah, definitely gives a little bit more delineation between like a 20 and a 23. Like we were originally saying that, that Merkborg and Troika are, are very, very close. And they're still fairly close, but there is definitely yeah. like a difference, um, you know? Mm -hmm. 21, 31, yeah, 36. So, okay, so that's Troika. And now we're going to get into the first book, uh, the first game that you and I actually did together and that is lancer <coughs> lancer uh, yeah i feel like this one's gonna feel higher than a 17 when we read it compared to some other games uh yeah when we i look, mean hopefully yeah. hopefully it would than some other games that maybe also got 17 um yeah. we'll see so so immediately going into art and style one of the things that we talked about with lancer was that when there is art it's fucking beautiful it's so good but there are a lot of pages with big, just just glaring, blinding, blank white space. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I think what what Lancer suffers from is that, you know, all these games that we go over have pretty small teams, but they're also pretty small books. And Lancer has a lot of fucking rules and is a massive book. And it's like yep. one guy doing most of the art. Mm. Um, 
those we really suffer from. I, for personally, we don't really need to deep dive the art because there's not a lot. I am comfortable saying that it's like a. I would say it's it's a soft six. You know, I was gonna it's, go six. I was gonna say six because to me five perfect. is average. And it's a little um, bit above average. The art's really really good when it's there. I would say my problem is I would say it might it it might be a four of for the quantity because of how many how much open spaces are on stuff like that but i was i'll say five just because average right because to me you know we can't i know we compare it to fifth edition a lot but uh D D objectively artistically is yeah. not a five it's it's like a seven or an eight a lot of the yeah. time no, I mean, no absolutely yeah so and so I have to constantly be in my head. It's like a five is not D and D five. Fifth edition is not a five. Fifth edition is like a seven or an eight. Right. Uh, realistically. So average is us is, is there's art. Um, probably could be some more. Uh, what bumps it to a six for me is the art itself when there is art is so, so good. fucking cool so good. man so and there's a bunch of different like styles of mech art in it. i don't mm-hmm. know yeah i mean we're agreeing but fuck man it's yeah. such cool art i mean but the backdrop what, what, of this you know yeah well the backdrop of this is dope as shit um this is the best page in the book if i recall it's the one with like the the kind of the lit the lich is on top of the hill the lich. yeah 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 um what was I going to say? Oh, there is a bunch of different styles of mech art in it too. But one thing I really like is it doesn't feel discordant. No, and they're still very yeah. together, you know? Yeah. Uh, so layout and function was a three. I'm, I can't imagine giving it higher than a five. I mean, I can't imagine uh, giving it higher than the five either. Oh, you yeah. know, um, well, we need to also consider in the app. I don't know if we're going to get straight into rule set of crunch or layout and function. I can't remember what we did last time, but CompCon, man, CompCon is like well i mean that kind of folds into price a lot of the time too you know what i mean when you when we talk about like the 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 bang for your buck what you get kind of thing the free apps and stuff like that i think that's that's to me i think that kind of goes more into price um i'm okay with that but i mean it does it does kind of feed into function a little bit but i think when we when we talked about or at least when i wrote up what layout and function for me are specifically the book and how the information is laid out not like the ease of which you can use the like use an external thing to use the information. I don't know. To me, it's still a five. I'm good with that. Hey, a cast destroying something. Give me two seconds. Okay. So, um, that's why you don't have fucking cats. Discussing the little demon creatures. So, yeah. So, layout and function. Again, five is average. And as far as Lancer goes, it's average. It is, uh, it's black text on white pages with occasional red lines, you know, red, the, you know delineations and uh it just lays it out pretty pretty well there's no uh there are two random things hyperlinked on the pdf that don't hyperlink to other weird parts so it's not hyperlinked there is an index i mean it's standard pretty much it's standard so yeah um but rule set and crunch uh we gave it a four here but i don't think it's an eight no Um, it's definitely a seven the rules are great for the game like for everything you the want, game yeah everything you want in a mech if you were like what would mech combat look like it really achieves that um mm-hmm. in a really great way um yes so my knock my knock they fixed and that is it would be hard to run this on a character sheet that i had to write up myself 
and they created the CompCon app, which makes it so fucking easy. Yeah, absolutely. So. Oh yeah, dude. It's so there's so much going on, and it's funny as like you know, as, as, uh, which you haven't gone over, but Salvage Union that came out on, is coming out on Kickstarter and like other Mac games where they definitely read Lancer, um, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, cool, we're gonna rip a bunch of this, and it's just like, well, and then they try to simplify it, and I'm just like, I don't know if you if you if for met combat tactical met combat you want it simplified you want no. a tool you want a tool right. like that to make it playable no. but yeah well, so. one of the things too that i i initially on my first reaction didn't like but i think when we were talking about it you convinced me otherwise is i like now how they um in mech and out of mech are two completely different games two yeah. completely different games totally uh out of mech it's a very narrative based uh game uh that has some really interesting mechanics for like social interactions and things like that uh and then in mech it becomes very i don't say board gamey but you know tactical tactical is the right way to do it so it's it's two completely separate games and what's cool too is that you could run either yeah if you wanted to have a session where everyone's out of mechs and running stuff the rules are there for you to do that yeah um and if you want to have a whole thing where you're just doing in mech and um tactical combat you absolutely could and i feel like they do marry them well enough together uh that it still feels like a cohesive game yeah absolutely uh so for me i, I still think seven i think seven is a really solid seven to me yeah. is a solid score like absolutely to get above a seven you need to start creating you need to start doing exceptional things yeah. um seven 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 eight to me is like you know uh, i'm very comfortable with seven on this i think it's yeah. very yeah yeah uh originality so we originally gave it a three um i don't know if i would give it a flat five because there are some things i really really enjoy about it and i personally did not dig deep enough into a the lot of the compendium so and stuff good. god the lore so, is so good but what we talked about was basically like are there other like if gundam was an rpg games out there yes there are um are they done in this way though i don't know so to me i'm gonna defer to you a little bit i'm leaning towards like a six i mean i think we had this dispute before because i think i i for me for originality like as someone who like i I read the lore in the book um Mm -hmm. and it's in the book so it counts dude it's so fucking good and there's this like weird like cosmic not quite fantasy, but like there's these pseudo gods like that are extra dimensional beings that like pop in very randomly and very lightly. I don't know, man. For me, this is like a seven for originality, honestly. Um, okay. I guess my only question, and, and and really this is what it is, uh, because you've read a lot more of the lore and really dug into it, whether it's good or not, is it original? Do you feel like you could yeah, point to another book? I feel like okay. there are definitely there are definitely things about it that it's like you know it's it's space in the future, but the way that they explain the way that he uses like distance in space and like relativistic travel and like all the different kind of factions that have popped up and how people see these factions like there's this one group of like essentially pirate hunters that go around the galaxy hunting pirates and they're kind of seen like by regular folk as like immortal gods because they're traveling at near light so they'll travel a hundred years regular time and show up somewhere else and be essentially the same age 
and like fight pirates there and then go back. And then like your children's children will see the same guy and be saved by him that you, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff like that where I'm just like, this is fucking genius. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, yes. you, you got it. Seven. Um, <laughs> Price. I think we talked about price before. Uh, we gave it a four. I don't remember why. Um, if we talk about, again, we need to talk about the cost of the core materials. We need to talk about what you get for the cost of the core materials, uh, the access to adventures, the cost of the adventures. I think one of the big reasons we bumped the price up on this to a four was the app was is just is is amazing like uh, is. i would say after seeing the app i wouldn't play without it, it I, I i would consider the game unplayable without it right um yeah so the lancer core book pdf is 25 dollars um so it's okay it's okay um, i mean uh to me pdfs how many pages is it Oh god, so many fucking pages. It's yeah. Uh, I let me. I'll open it. Keep talking. I, I to me, I think I think average ish for a PDF. In my opinion, it was like 15, 15 bucks. Uh, but if it's a big, if it's a big book, so I don't big, know. Dude. It's okay. I would say that's okay. I I would rather pay twenty for it. But I I I would if I wanted to play Lance, I'd pay twenty five for the PDF. And what else we got? Um, it's 60 for the hardcover full book. Um, again, how many is, pages is it? Where is it? Just look at your PDF. Bro. I, I don't know where I put it in my Dropbox apparently. So that's okay. I have it right here. I found it. I'm just dumb as hell. I'm a big dumb guy. Um, let's see. It is 424 pages. Okay, so sixty bucks for a hardback, four hundred and twenty-four page book. Uh, I might get I, that. That's actually fucking sick. Seriously, like yeah. sixty bucks for four hundred and twenty-four pages. Like that's really not bad at all. Um, and twenty-five dollars for a four hundred twenty-four page PDF. I think that's still pretty good. Um, I know we yeah, talk about prices. Yeah, no. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like there is no dungeon master guide or game master guide. Um. There is like add-on content um, that you can get, but if you just get the Lancer book, like you can run it. Like you have everything you need, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And when you buy, when you download the Lancer, oh yeah, that's the other thing is when you download the PDF, and I'm sure this happens when you get the core book as well. You get a ton of art assets. Okay. I mean that's helpful. That's that's really helpful. Yeah. Um, so just looking at like a similar book for price wise, I actually have the uh, special edition. I actually have this. Um, I'll drag it over to the screen real quick. Um, I have this. Is this the cover I have too? That's of a Dungeon cool Crawl Classics. Cover. Yeah, is that is that the cover that I have? I don't know. Let's find out. Yes, that's what I got. Um, Dungeon Crow Classics is 600 pages. This is a special edition foil hardcover. 70 bucks. Oh, it's a lot. 600 page, 
special 600 edition pages 600 pages gold foil that's foil on it and it's foil all on the side and back too it's completely foiled all the way around 600 pages um god that's it's such got, a long it's got book. ribbons it's got everything in it i'm saying comparatively versus lancer 400 right. pages standard edition 60 bucks the price for the base stuff is a little pricey but here's the thing in my opinion, what 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 bumps it up a little bit? The app, man. The app and the free assets. The app is so yeah. yeah. I mean, if you get the PDF, I mean, frank, frankly, you might be able to figure out how to play the game just through the app because you don't even need to buy you don't need to buy anything for the app. But mm. if you get the PDF, um, or actually, you know what? There is a uh, free startup PDF as well. Um, oh, there is a free PDF. Yeah, that doesn't dive in as deep. I'm just now remembering that because I have it. Um, where, where can you find it? You might actually only be able to find it on itch. Got um, but yeah, there's the startup Lancer PDF that if you have that and you have CompCon, you might just be able to fucking, yeah, look at that free. Um, so what are you, so what are you thinking for this then? I mean, to me, if it has oh, a free I, PDF, it's, it's a hardcore, not a Nate. It's a hard, not a free PDF to play the game. Okay. It's got a free PDF to play the game, but if you want, the the hardcover book is ex, it's expensive for it the is. page count. Yeah. I think the PDF is maybe a little bit expensive for the page count. So core well, materials. It, it seems reasonable for the page count, especially if we're talking about the DCC was $70 for like a 600 page book, right? Right. 600 page special edition foil covered book is only 70 bucks. Nah. The, the base hardcover book is 60. No foil, no special edition, no any of the rest of it. I think so I think you, the core materials. Are you thinking like a six or? I was thinking six to seven because here's the thing is, I think the cost of the core materials and stuff like that and the and the other adventures and stuff like that is maybe a, it's just a smidge pricey, right? Which which gives you immediately drops you to five low five kind of high four if the base materials are are high, but then you got to throw in free adventure free assets with the PDFs, um, takes it back up to a five for me. Uh, CompCon takes it to maybe like a six or a seven for me just by itself. Like I'd have yeah. to add two points. So yeah. I'm, I'm between a six and a seven on, on price right now. Um, if you let's go with, let's, let's, I don't know, but for me personally, like everything you're saying is very reasonable. The book is a little pricey. Um, the PDF is a little pricey, but the fact that I can get the free PDF and run that with CompCon and I can play the game, I'm just like, man, so it's, the game's actually not doesn't cost anything. Um, are we being too nice though, given so many things? Sevens though, or are these games just good? You know we're picking good fuck games. Fuck this game. Give it a three, right? Now, uh, I don't know. We we've mostly done really good stuff, but I'm comfortable with this being a six. Okay. Okay. I'll, if you would have said seven, I'd have said seven. But since you said six, I'll go six. I don't. The thing is, there is no, like, if you want to play, like, the long rim or you want to play No uh, no Room for a Wallflower, which is the first, like, full narrative, like, game, like, add-on for the game, it, they are also a little pricey. And so you're really limited to whatever you can create out of your brain for the free version, which I think is then something that, to take into consideration. That, no, that's a huge consideration. That's part of price is the access to other adventures. If you right. have to get the core book and then have to pay another $25 to play an adventure and another $25 to play an adventure, you know, you might as well just throw your money at Watsy. So I think, so, so 
when we look at scores wise, and this is the reason I'm saying, do we need to shuffle some things immediately? Troika got a 36. Lancer got a 31. Do you feel like? I feel like that's okay. Okay, so Lancer got a 31. Merkborg got a 44. Right. That feels a lot better to me. It than... does feel, yeah. I am super, I super agree. So far, this is already working a lot better. Oh yeah, hey, by the way, if you're listening to this, we didn't prep almost at all for this. We decided we we're gonna go to a 10 scale and we're gonna figure it out on stream and we're fucking doing the do, baby. Um, this is exactly what I wanted to do and hoped we would do is yeah. to dig through all these again, remember the reasons we did some things and go with that. Um, so yeah. next we're going to so get far, into, Oh God. Oh, no, 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 no. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so far. Yeah. It is really feeling very good. Um, and next one, we're mm. going to give a fucking big ass score to Cause this game is fucking good. So good. So good. I'm so excited for this. I so wish good. I had it. I wish there was any other logo that I could fit in this a little bit better. <laughs> the logo is dope, but it doesn't fit on anything. That's the um, thing. So I just turned in the final. I was talking to Ryan about this. I turned in a final project for my web development class and I did it on my top four. I had to create like a web page. I did my top four tabletop RPGs. Um, and I did Necronautilus and I did uh, Merkborg and I, Johan Noor replied to one of my messages on discord and sent me the font for, a Merkborg, which shout out that because that shit was tight. And I actually found a different one for Necronolis because I'm like, dude, the, the fuck this fuck this image and font, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love it. It looks great. It oh just, no, it's so oh, it's it, hard to it's hard to fit into like a, a fucking yeah. parallel box, you know, or a yeah, rectangle. It, it fits it fits on the cover of the book and it fits in like but if you want to stick it on anything else, it don't work. It don't it work. It does not work. But <laughs> we're not getting any knocks for that. So uh, this is another one that's going to get, I think this was in the five scale, the second highest rated game we had right. just behind Mark Borg. Literally at one, maybe, I think originally two points, and I think we knocked a point off um, to drop it down to 23 prior to this. So this is literally right behind Mark Borg. So right. when we talk about Necronolis and Adam Vass, this game. Mm, 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 mm. Fantastic. This is like. Games like this are exactly why Ryan and I do this because this fucking game is so cool and it's so original. It's so much fun. The art's so good. And you just look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, I really want to play this, you know? Yes, 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 yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to download this real quick and we'll just throw it, uh, we'll show it a little bit on stream. Uh, for those that are out there in podcast land, come watch our stream. So. I mean, we're talking about art and style, and we immediately start. Um, this book is just first... like, hey, you guys want to do some acid and listen to metal? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a hardcore stone metal. I mean, when you look at just the first page on this PDF, it's just like, is this a lizard hugging, like maybe a monkey, but also it's like so space? funny because I, I just went through this episode of us reviewing it and re-listened to mm -hmm. it when you posted it, and it's our first thing is just like, yeah, there's all these little animal faces here. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's this weird, trippy. There's definitely eyes, and mm. yeah, it's. Well, not only that, I I have the special edition cover, and you have the regular cover. Both are mm. fucking beautiful. Both are good. Too. Yeah. So beautiful. Uh, so when we talk about art, you know, in the in the very first thing, first of all, let's remember this. Boom index. Uh. Uh, not hyperlinked. Not hyperlinked. Um, but when we talk about art. You know, we talk about the style and is it, is it, well, we talk about art. It's the quantity and quality of the graphics. Adam Bass is an amazing artist and he really puts together 
uh, great, great pieces as you go through this. Um, get past the safety stuff, yeah. But the number of times that we stopped and we're like, man, look at this cool fucking thing that he did on this page. You know, there's no blank pages. And yeah. there's a consistent style throughout the entire game. Uh, and for those that don't know what Necronautilus is, I know we're kind of jumping into some of these games. Uh, some of the other ones, like Mark Borg, I think a lot of people would have heard of before. I don't know if everyone would have heard of Necronautilus. It might be a, a World Champ Games might be a, not as well known as Mark Borg is right now. If you're listening, um, but, you should know World Champ Games. If you don't, you should just go. Just go to the site. Just go look at the stuff. Yeah, you know, do it. Do it. You're not going to be disappointed. I literally my entire. So if you look behind me. Um, everything from here to here, including all of this, is just World Champ Games. Like, every time I go on the website, I buy, like, five more things. Uh, it, it's amazing. There's, uh, we should sit down and do a whole episode of just World Champ stuff, just, some of the smaller World, stuff. We could. Yeah. Uh, some of the newer games that, that he just put out again, um, we, we got to. And he has a, a cyberpunk-ish game coming out in, like, January that I really want real, 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 real bad. Um, I also oh. did end up buying Babes in the Wood too, which is an interesting, oh, like yeah. very cutesy. If Halloween Town, cute. if Halloween Town was a game, it's Halloween Town is what it is. Uh, it is cute. I could play that with some people, um, if they wanted to. Uh, it's definitely not necessarily my specific cup of tea, but right. it is basically Halloween Town. Regardless, so art and style as we go through, as we flip through this book, I mean, it's good. It's so good it really uh, and is. super consistent. Now, here's the yeah. thing. So is it Mark Borg? No. Is it a 10? It's not. Uh, no, it's a definitely th- a nine. Is our, is our nine in art, you know? I'm not disagreeing. I'm just thinking. Um, How dare you think? What, what is so definitely better than Troika? Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, partially because a lot of the Troika art is like a block on the page. It right. feels like a piece of the page versus Necronalis, where sometimes it's the text is part of it's the page, you know? And, yeah, it's yeah. the page that the text is on. I don't think a lot of the pages do what Merkborg does, where the text is the art as much. Right. Um, as Mark Borg is. So that's... there are some pages in Necronautilus where the text is the art, though, you know, there is. That's what I'm saying. But it's not it's definitely not up to, to Mark Borg. So it's definitely better than Lancer. It's definitely better than Troika. I mean, it's a minimum eight for me. I'm happy with a nine on this. I, I'm, I'm going to insist upon a nine for this because I think I'm it just is... trying to think in my head. What other games have we done? And so 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 in my mind, the next one we talk about to me is a nine. So let's call it a nine now and then come back, come back. Yeah. Okay, layout and function wise. So there's an index right off the bat. Okay. Uh, It's not hyperlinked. Mm, It's not hyperlinked. Killing me with that, killing me with that. So that's a point off immediately instantaneously. Uh, So, but one of the things we talked about that we do really enjoy with, with books, especially books, like this is that uh there are pages where there's not a lot of information on the page necessarily which is not a bad thing not a bad thing 
you don't want a wall of text, which is something like Lancer does. Lancer does page after page after page of two columns yeah. of two columns of walls of text. And the problem with games like that is it's hard to read. It, it is, really yeah. is. It not not just because, tired. yeah. <laughs> well, it's not even just because we're our, we we live in a world of social media where our attention spans are fucking thirty seconds long. I just mean in general, it's I don't care who you are, whether you get ADD or HD or not. If you're trying to read a game and get into the game, and you don't see any art, you don't see anything that evokes that for you, and you're just literally reading like size twelve font for two full columns, filling page after page after page. It's really hard to focus in. You need to break it up a little bit better than that. You need to um, show a little bit more than that, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I so, agree. Yeah, so I say one of the benefits of a lot of these smaller-ish games we talk about that are like less than 100 pages, basically, like Troika, Necronalus, those games, is it's great to have a page that isn't just jam-packed with fucking stuff like if you look at at page eight death it's it's a decent sized paragraph and two other little spots that are maybe one or two lines each but that's all you need for death and that's i don't want 10 other things on the page i got okay this is death i got it i have absorbed that with the cool piece of art boom so for me layout and function on this you know is actually pretty pretty decent as far as uh and i remember as we go through the chapters it, the chapters are laid out really, really well, too. Yeah, with they the are laid out really well. It's very easy to take everything. It's in order that yes. makes a lot of sense. It is yep. unfortunate it's not hyperlinked because that takes it away from a 10 immediately. Um, I really like this. I think for me, layout and function-wise, is probably about an 8. Um, I don't think there's the, it, any rules it refers to. It's already explained to me, which is a big thing we see in some other games where it's like, yeah, this rule. It's like, we haven't fucking talked about this rule yet. What are you talking about? um what are you thinking yeah i'm thinking eight ish i think eight ish because i mean i think it in my brain it's hard to separate the fact that to me honestly troika being a 10 it, it's it feels like a fucking 12 to me it's just that good Sorry, so, we don't rank things from one to twelve, sir. We only rank them from one to ten. So, so comparatively, to me, it's much harder to even get to a nine if you have to compare that to how good Troika is. You know what I mean? It's very true. You know. You know. So, and an eight is is real close to a nine. Which I mean, is it is it only an oh, eight? Oh man, five is real close to eight as well, man. Because seven's real close. I know. Close I know. Seven. But seven, eight, nine. So then it's not really nine, right? So, so that's where I'm at though. When I, when, and, and this is why some of the scores may change. We might yeah. see something where we go, this is so fucking good. We have to actually take points off of someone else because the bar has been pushed higher. I can um, see then, then this being a seven to me also seems very reasonable. You know, I think, I think, I think is, so there is an index. It's not hyperlinked. Does it have a, if it has a quick start rule section to it, Ooh, does it? I actually have Warplanes open right now, not Necronautilus, because you have it open. So you tell me. Rules. It'll probably be at the end. It fucking does. Yeah, I'm gonna say there's stuff at the end. Yeah, so there's a big it rules is. reference at the end. Yeah, that's that's nice, you know. Yeah, it's just again, this is this podcast part of this episode is being able to quantify what we feel is correct. It's true. You know? 
so it's it's kind of playing around with with how we feel kind of devil's advocating a little bit on some of the stuff and talk about our feelings you know yeah i mean it is laid out really the thing is i really like i think one I of the things that you said one of the things that you said that i really really like is that the order in which they give the information in this game makes sense yeah, because we're not going to run into something that talks about something we haven't seen yet because we've played we've looked at other games where you'll see something and that thing won't be explained until like four chapters later. Right. And you just have to sit there going, what the fuck for four chapters and then go, ah, OK, um, I can hate that. <laughs> I'm cool with an eight on this. I'm cool with an eight on this. Yeah. Yeah. Your second okay. highest rated game <laughs> rule set and crunch to me. To me, what do you think? I mean, there's not a lot of rules. They're set out in a way that's very easy to understand, and they achieve what they're trying to achieve. The point of this game, and much like a lot of Adam Bass stuff, is that it's not. It's about an experience, and it's mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of rules. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that this is like maybe the most perfectly executed rule set ever, but like we gave it a five before because fuck, it's really, really good. And it does mm-hmm. what it's trying to do in a way that you can understand. Um, right. So the rules reference page in the back, it's it's two pages. It's much like Mark Warp, last two pages. The entire yeah. rule set takes up two pages, which is an average amount of rules um, for a rules like game. For a rules um, like game. Yeah. So I, I don't think this is a 10. No, I don't think it's a 10. Uh, what are you comfy with on this? I'm comfortable with an 8 on this. You I'm know? super comfy with an 8 on this. I'm super comfy with an 8 on it. I think crunch-wise, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I wouldn't want any more rules for this game. Um, and again, for those that haven't... I think I kind of started to say this, and I don't remember if I said it. Necronautilus is a game where you literally play in a universe of death. Everything that exists in this world died in a different universe and is now in the realm of death. Death rules this world. You are an agent of death going around making sure that everything is like just fucking copacetic the way death wants it in this world. You previously also being something that died. And the way the rule set in this game works is you actually use words. Uh, and the way words you can manipulate power. words to to fuel your death agent powers and things like that. But the the more and less you use those words in the way that it works is you can get closer and farther away to who you were previously. And there's actually a thing in the game where you can get too close to what you were before and basically you have to retire. Go- because you basically become that thing or at least the memories you remember of it um so it, it's just so fucking cool it's a really like good. yeah so um yeah I'm, I'm very happy with an eight i think an eight is is a really high score for a rule set to get to get 10 it has to be fucking perfect and i don't think we've found anything close to a 10 yet either you know what i mean uh yeah actually incursion <laughs> yeah i mean you just wait you just, just wait. wait. Um, what did we give Merkborg on rule set eight? I'm happy with it being the same as Merkborg. Really. I'm actually really happy with it being the same as Merkborg. Um, yeah. Okay. Because I think I think they both achieve the thing that they're trying to achieve very well. Yeah. Yes. Um, yep. uh, originality. Um, this is going to be our fucking ten for originality. Yep. What the yep. fuck? What the fuck? There's nothing else like this. This is crazy. Yep. 
Yeah, it's it's not even a question. It's not even a question. This the, to the originality of this to me feels like the Latin function of Troika to me. Like this is a twelve for me. Like again, there is yeah. a no such thing, so it's going to be a lot harder to even get a nine in originality when you have to compare it to this. That's why Latin okay. function to me, <laughs> yeah. even getting a nine at this point because ten is so far out there is almost impossible. Right. You know what I mean? So so yeah, ten ten for this. Um, yeah. So I, I, it's hard to even, it's hard to really even describe just how fucking cool this game is. Like to me, when I first opened Merkborg, I was fucking blown away by it. And I just love the deep, dark, you know, everything. I'm like, you're, this is my soul. If it was a game, you know what I mean? That's what I loved about Merkborg. Yeah, it really is. That's a really good one for you, you know? But with Necronautilus... I don't think even for Merkborg, I flipped a page, read a mechanic, read something that was written and said more times over and over again. This is so fucking cool. It is really fun. You know, cool. it's so cool. Like every time you're just like, oh, my God, the late like, you know, I think we talked about this before. This is a Sursa. This is a Sursa stand podcast. Um, and we talked about Adam Bass is like right up there for me. <laughs> so funny because I have said that. But yeah. 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 Uh, this is, uh, this is Adam Vass's way up there for me as well. And I think we talked about this before that I feel like there's like a, there are two sides of the same kind of coin. They're both amazing content creators, but I feel like, uh, Adam Vass, even on his website talks about how he comes from a place of like, um, like emotion and experience and things like that. And really wants to make you feel something. And Cersei comes from a place of just like, just genius fucking like game design and mechanics and like. It's just when you play it, you're just like, this all makes so much fucking sense. And it's so good. Like when we play Victory Basic, you know, every time I get a new roll table or something like that, I'm like, this is so good. You know, and, and from the player side on Victory Basic, I'm just like, I know I know how all of this works because it works exactly how it should work. You know, it works exactly how it should work. Exactly. So I feel like but if they both made the same game that we have two completely separate games, you know what I mean? Um, and it's really cool to see the two opposite sides of that kind of design realm where you design from a place of not saying that not that either aren't also good at the other right. thing, too, but that the impetus in uh, Adam Vasta stuff is sometimes just like eh, the rules are there to make you have an experience. Right. You know, it's versus like I want you to feel feelings, you know, yeah, yeah. versus the rules are there because uh, it's it's just the right way that this this needs to be done and it still gives you an experience that you want to have um but i feel like anabas is more like emotional experience where sources is more like a game experience yeah i super agree with that both both amazingly enjoyable these are not knocks on any other people i just think there's like an an emphasis on that the games are created um again sources is still far and above my favorite content creator period and what i know about games i know it like 90% of what I know is stuff that starts to tell me that I've, I've tried to absorb little bits by little bits. Um, so yeah. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, this game is really cool. Oh, this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so price wise, we gave it a three because I think we pretty much said like it's average, like it's the cost it's, of an average book. It's a very average book. So Necronalis right now on world champ, uh, Dio. Right. If I want to get the hardcover, um, which is a fairly small book, there's actually a pricing range. And I actually really appreciate this. And maybe it's something we should take in consideration because yes, there is hardship I... pricing. 
which is $30. The default price is 35 and then support is 40. So you can actually pay more to support Invest giving a discount to people who are want to buy this game and have a harder time. And one thing we did talk about is is price being a barrier to entry. I completely um, agree. And this is Advast has something in in place here to kind of help like lower that barrier to entry. And it makes sense that it's thirty dollars for kind of a smaller book um, because so it's an eighty six page book. So it it's yeah. it's not it's not tiny. But it's not like a twenty five page zine. All of it, you know, all he has it. all of it. The art, um, the layout, the function, everything. And the default price is 35. So we should say it's 35, 30s for hardship, 40s for if support. So like I think when I got it, I paid the 40 um, for support. Um, yeah. I don't remember because I got the special edition and I don't remember what I paid for it because it was oh, a little bit more expensive. Guys, you hear that in podcast land? Ryan got the special edition. You'll ever hear about Ryan getting a special edition of anything, y'all? I, I don't generally it. buy special editions. <laughs> I usually stay away from them. And I, um, yeah, you know. I think that because I'm sorry, of I'm sorry to 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 uh, to 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 completely interrupt you real quick. You know what is just a huge fucking pet peeve for me? Interrupting people? No, I do that all the time. That's fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Um, when the special edition does not look as good as the regular one. When does that happen? Has that happened to you before? Um, Hyperborea, I think, is one where I really did not like the special edition, but I wanted the special edition really bad. You know what I mean? I I. I I, I really just dislike when there's a really amazing piece of art on the regular one, and then they just do like a super simple, plain, like, you know, whatever on the other one versus just making something even more cool and badass. Um, but um, Hyperborea is cool. I can't wait to get that. We'll, we'll review that. But because you know me, I want the special edition. Is it? Wait, sorry. I don't know anything about Hyperborea, and I don't remember us talking about it. Is it set in the Conan the Barbarian universe? Uh, I think it's similar ish. I don't think it's set in that universe, but I think it's set in that kind of like, uh, sorry, we can come back to this. Um, but send me a link when you have one. Um, yeah. So <coughs> price for, for price for Necronautilus, I think a six is appropriate. Uh, I don't disagree with you. I think I think that is um, for those that have uh, recently kind of jumped into the uh, the podcast. What we're doing now is <laughs> I, I just did, see I what did, Steph put. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how math works, Steph. Duh. Yeah, uh, we we originally had I had, I had these all ready to post and we had done our scoring on a one to five on each one. And we found that there was not enough of a difference that our highest scored book and our lowest scored book were still very close on a one through five scale. So this our episode lowest scored the, book was too close to another book that was actually really, really much better. And I was just like, yeah. that doesn't make any fucking sense. How are they three points um, apart? So what we decided to do on this re-review special, our 10th episode, is go back over all the ones we've done already and readjust those uh, 1 to 5 scores to a 1 to 10 score. And uh, and also, after seeing more games, go back and maybe tweak tweak some of the numbers a little bit to, to closer to where we are now that we've... We've had time to kind of discuss games together and to let some of those games kind of marinate a little bit in our mind and see where we're at. So I'm totally cool with the six on this. I think that I it's, think it's, yeah, I think that's reasonable. I think it's, it's, it's average. 
Yeah, I think I think five is average cost for for the the thing. And that's what I was saying that I think some of these might be, you know, we gave a lot of threes to Lancer, but, you know, there's only a one five on it right now. So we might go back and, and tweak a little bit because my again, my problem on Lancer's Rural Sun Crunch always was it's basically just D&D with with more steps on some of it. But we'll leave it for now. It does uh, what it, it does what it attempts to do, you know. It right, executes. but that's what a game is supposed to do. So is that not average? Is that not a five? Uh, I don't think it's five. I don't think it's five We've either. We're it, past. We're past it. We're one game ahead now. We can't go back. But do you think it's a no? This is the point of today is to be able to go back and forth uh, and yeah. see. Do you think it's still a seven or do you think it's a six? With ten being like literally like, you know, so fucking rare. Do you think it's a five to ten? Do you I think, think it's closer? I think with how the fact that you have narrative combat, which has this really great system of triggers that give you little bonuses, they're very easy to do, and it's essentially like a 50-50 roll. And then you get in the mech, and you have mech combat that has like all of these like detailed stats. I do get how it's a little five e. Or, but everything that's a D20 system that works like that is going to feel a little bit like 5e. Um, um, I don't know. Let's keep going. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll cycle through when we're done. So so are we done here? Art and style was a 9. Light and function was an 8. Um, uh, rule set and crunch was an 8. Originality is, is, is a 10. And price is a 6. Seems fine to me. Yeah. Um, the other thing we talk about with price too is the additional content and stuff. There are stellar remnants. There was an additional book that came with it uh, I can't that you could get. Um, and then there are some. There is some third party stuff for this. Uh, most of it is pay though. So uh, it is a little bit. I, I'm cool with the six. Uh, if there was a little bit more. Um. I mean, it's got a good score right now because it's got a 41. Is that, did you just do the math on that? It's a 41? I did. Not that I don't believe you. I'm just going to do it again. Wow. Okay, cool. Hey, Jables. It's a good book. Yes, this is such a good book. I want to play this game so bad. So yeah, so 41 is the second highest scored game that we have currently I'm, on our thing right I'm now. I'm good with that. That makes a lot of sense to me, you know? Which it is exactly, the, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. if we gave, if the price on this was a nine, uh, which is less than Merkborg even, it would be the same score as Merkborg. And to me, what separates Necronalis and Merkborg you know, uh, total overall as a game experience is that Mark Borg has just a fuckload more content. So much content. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with this. Yeah, yeah. I think this is... Uh, content, apps, I mean, just free shit out the ass, you know, uh, a ton of third-party extra stuff on top of it. Literally thousands of adventures if you want to go on each and, and dig through stuff um, versus, versus this. So yeah, I'm super happy with the 41. Are you good with this? Yeah. I'm very happy with this. See, okay. this is a good idea. This is working out so well. It's creating mm -hmm. such a great line, like for like, yeah, this is it, yes, more delineation. And now we go no more bands. Okay. Ooh. So 
talking about warpland here's the thing and we talked about this before too i know we went in a hard on this one a little bit before uh on one one of the things in here which is a real set and crunch and i'm sure we'll go hard on that in, in a little bit now but well. i do want to say oh oh uh, our secret score secret score for necronautilus the secret how how bad you want to fucking play this game score it's about there. like it's about like a, it's about like a thousand i think you I can't tell so bad. Him, bro it's a secret score I mean, it's secret to everyone that doesn't watch the podcast, because guess what? Come fucking watch this shit with us. Um, so talking about Warplane right off the bat, I do want to say uh, I did. And we even said before Warplane, it was great as far as the lore, the roll tables, the art. Uh, so much of Warplane was really good. We personally, we just don't like the rule set. I do not. Like and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So art and style for me, I mean, it's beautiful. It's it, I was going back through it um, earlier and it's 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 a it's a nine. You know, it's it's really up there with art and style. It's not quite Merkborg, but motherfucker, is it good? And it's like it has a lot of really good use in space outside of just the big pieces of art. There's all these like, little pieces of art that kind of add to like the looting a commoner table on 24 and looting a wealthy person. They have these little statues next to them that just kind of reinforce like it's it's a really fantastic art book, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and and that's what we talked about with, with art and style straight up the bat is to get close to those nines and tens and stuff like that. It needs to be a straight up fucking art book. And, and this even is just, definitely an art book. Yeah. Even just the front cover, like you get that. I think, I think one of the things that I talked about too previously, and we'll talk about it again, was the album that came with it. There's like an eight track album that came with it. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it's like, it's like, primeval synth i think we t- i talked to you about that like that it's makes like a this lot of sense dark synth with like war awesome. drums yeah and you the second you see this first page right here you're just like oh fuck i i totally see that i totally see yeah. that um so when we talk about you know a lot of the art and stuff first of all don't forget to check out that index right there at the beginning is it hyperlinked not hyperlinked it's not um but look at some of these art spreads here like yeah the, Again, like Merkborg a little bit. I think this does it even more though. There's pages, which which I do appreciate. It extends the length of the book, which extends the cost to print the book or whatever. But there's a bunch of pages where it's just art. No words, no nothing, just art. And that really gives you that evocative, like, I understand the world. Especially yeah. in Warplane because the sky is burnt. You know what I mean? Like, it's literally just like a fucking train wreck oh, of... my favorite part of this book is page 97. Which is uh, is it, that what it talks about the yeah. the tables for like what's going on in the sky? Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's so and good. It gives you a little color palette for each of the skies. Oh, mm. oh, so that, yeah, I love that part. So we'll we'll immediately skip right past the whole rule section. Um, <laughs> We're doing art, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But the um, this page here too. I know this piece of art is used a bunch in in the uh, previous ones. I don't know what page this is because oh, page twenty seven. It is uh, this kind of. Uh, reddish like kind of uh i guess chasm that it's in and then right down the middle is this massive sword stuck in this pile of shields and spears and skulls and helmets and stuff and again as far as art and style goes does this evoke what the world is yes this book does such a good job of evoking the uh the feeling of the game through the art and gosh again on page 33 another just piece of art no text no nothing 
and it's just a beautiful fucking piece of this kind of like squared off uh like plateau with another cube on top of it it's That's just a so really, good i do really like that piece sorry i'm reading the rule set as you're going over art to make sure i remember everything correctly mm -hmm. oh we'll get to it um so art wise and again one of the things we talk about is there shouldn't be blank paid spaces at all and vastly more so than troika um there are none the there, it's yeah. either completely oh, no this is a yeah. fantastic yeah i just god the art in this book is so good and you know like yeah. what this world feels like through the art yep uh the art on page uh i can't read it. i think it's 45 they do this on a couple of pieces where there's color but then there's a splash that's just like black and white instead and it just it's so good because it just gives you such a this pop um and then some of the art also gives you this kind of like like 90s comic conan kind of yeah. vibe to it too yeah it's really done and they and you can tell there's a lot of different art styles too because on one of the pages when you look at 49 it's uh you can tell that that's like a wood carving like you know something from a dead person kind of thing like mark board does and on the very next page the creator would write a comic book in this world because i would read oh, this my, god. oh my god oh my god yeah the page on uh what page is this uh the iron um, the iron lord one. 50, yeah. the iron lord uh uh just how much red is in the back with that like that green color that you used throughout the book that like kind mm. of i don't even know what color that is it's like a it's like a green with a little bit of blue in it it just pops off the page on that red oh so good so uh, so we've we've talked about it a bunch but so so art and style wise uh easy nine it's not Merkborg. But it's about as damn close as you're going to get as far as yeah, the art. it's as close as you can pretty much get without actually like getting yeah. there all the way. So I would I would say the only thing that really separates it is I don't think there are a lot of pages. I mean, I'm just going to constantly go back in my mind the how genius that page is of that guy with all the weapons stuck in him. It's such a fucking clever ass page. It's such you're a clever like, ass what page. The fuck? This is genius. Yeah. So those those are the little details that separate it for me. Um, and there's a couple of other things, too, uh, where um, where uh, that's that's in there, too. You know, uh, yeah. I love the I love that yellow page. It's got like the, the heavy weapons on it with like the spy hander and the flail and stuff like that, yeah. where like it's these big art pieces of these weapons, but it's also the weapons that you're using. So that's what separates it. Um, layout and function. We gave it a three. Um, I don't think it's a five. I think it's better than a five. First of all, it's not hyperlinked. Yeah. Uh, which kills me, but, uh, it, it is indexed right off the bat. Uh, it has a table of contents page five, which after whatever, it's the very first page after the legal page, boom, table of contents. Uh, Ask so page. that's what's up. To the ass page. Ass page, yeah, absolutely, ass page. Um, and there is not a, if I recall, there is not a, uh, a a page in this book that's just everything you need on one page, if I remember correctly. But what you can get, and what I what I got backed on Kickstarter is, um, oh, what's it called? The Forbidden Book of Tangible Reality. It is cool. the it's a core great things. Title. Oh, so good! It is the core things you need uh, in a small little book. Um, that's just basically it's like a tiny zine, and even within that, only the first like five. All the rules fit on like the first five pages, so it's not in the book 
but you do have it. So that's kind of, it doesn't really go with layout and function and things like that. Um, I do think since it is indexed um, and I do feel like when we were reading through it, it gave us the information in, in a good order. I remember know? there being one thing, and I cannot remember what it was now, where we read it and we were like, wait, we haven't talked about this yet. <clears throat> Ended up being way later in the book. Um, I don't remember what it is, but I'll believe you. I remember. I'm going to look for it right now. But they make so, a and then you're just like, wait, wait, we haven't talked about that yet. And it's way later. Oh, the tenant. Oh, the tenant. Yeah, like fucking refers to it a bunch. And you're just like, wait, where is this? And it's way fucking yeah. later. I agree. Oh, this, I just flipped to the pages where uh, the ether. God, where that's, it's, such a, that's such yeah. a fucking great part, you know? Yeah. It is such a fucking great part. So, yeah. So I think that's one of the things we did knock off is like the tenant literally defines the entire world. And it's on like page 70 or something like that. So it's not hyperlinked. The tenants farther back, but much like the games we've talked about a bunch, not a lot of these pages are cluttered with too much information. Um, some of the later ones with the roll table and stuff like that are a little bit busier. Yeah. Um, but it's a roll table. You need it. I wouldn't want you have if, to have if the D twelve yeah. roll table. I don't want six pages to cover it. Yeah. So, um, but it is. I would say it's a little. It's better than average. Um, yes. But there are some knocks on it. What are your thoughts on it? It's a six seven for me, yep. you know. It's a it's six seven for me too. Yeah, it's a six yeah. seven. Let's just go six. We need to start being, you know, okay. Uh, let's let's just skip to originality real quick. We'll come back. We'll 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 hit we'll hit some stuff in a second. So originality, we originally gave it a five. Um, I think this is fucking genius. I think Necronalist me so genius. Yeah, I think Necronalysis me is, is a 10 because it it creates this thing that I've never even imagined before. You know I, I mean? agree, and this, I don't yeah. think this is a 10 for me, but no, man, no. It, is a, it is a very high score. There are a lot of themes in here I've seen before, like, you know, I, I and but it's so good. It really is so good. Um, like the person who made this game definitely writes, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. So I think I think the the plus of I mean, if so, here's the thing: is they did NeuroCity, which I don't know if you've gone through. Really Still fucking good. Yeah. They did Warpland, really fucking good. And I already backed Hell Knight. Right. Um, which is the which is the Kickstarter for for um, the guy who originally wrote Warpland. Uh, I always I I I I feel like I butcher his name every single time I say it. Um, so I definitely want to look at it before I say it again. Um. Gabriel Kuroga, Kuroga. It's a cool name. Gabriel, um, it's a cool name. But uh, so I backed Hell Knight immediately. I think the 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 plus of Warpland the and because all three use the same system, which we'll talk about the rule set and stuff later. Um, clearly, ninety plus percent of this is lore, roll tables, right? Stuff like that. It's not the it's not the mechanic. This is not a game book, as in. Here is a whole book of mechanics. This is here is a massive book of lore and a yeah. world for you to play in. This is a setting book with a simple mechanic system that you can it's play. It's almost in it. like a UVG, um, Ultraviolet Grasslands. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever, have you gone through that book. I flipped through it. I think that's one of the ones that we really w should do on stream. Well, why don't we do UVG after Arc? Because I want to I want to look at that one so bad. 
Cool. So oh, we're, yeah, we're yeah. planning shit, folks. We're planning shit. We're um, doing things. But this is clearly a setting book and a lore book and and a campaign book with some rules if you want to run them that right. way. We've talked about it. I would run this game with a different rule set, but we'll get there. Um, but that is obviously the strength here. The guy can write like crazy. The art direction in this book is fucking amazing. Are there things like this in other games? Yes. Uh, are they done in this way? No. This feels like Conan the Barbarian on acid to me. Like I agree. Because you get that like bone and 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 iron kind of sword and sorceryness to it. Yes, there's you know? a very swords and sorcery esque. Like yeah. sorcerers are evil, and you have yeah. got, you got you're a barbarian with a sword. But it definitely leans more into I get kind of like deserty like Conan vibes I'm versus this like one an eight for me. I'm gonna call it an eight. I'm surprised on that actually. I was leaning on nine for this. Okay. Because it's it's it is really original in how it uses stuff, but there's also a lot of stuff in here that's like, I don't want to say like, oh, it's derivative, like it's a bad thing, but it's definitely very inspired. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Um, well, so, and, and, and we'll say that originality is not just a factor of the lore and setting. We specifically say it's also a factor of the mechanics that you put into the game. Right. Uh, so Which an we'll get fine. to, yeah, an eight is fine. Okay. Uh, price. We've scored this a two, which is the worst price score we've seen. Uh, is there a reason we scored it this poorly? I think the book was pretty expensive. Let's go. Um, Let's comparatively, go. because we we so we so the thing. What's I think the word I've been trying to think for a long time is precedent. Right. We have to compare things to other things. We can't look at each game in a in a vacuum. It has to be comparative. You know, especially on things like price. So when we talked about DCC, a special edition 600 page book was 70 bucks. Lancers, like 400 page, not special edition, hardcover was 60 bucks. So this is a. Um, so um, I have it up on uh, drive through RPG. Uh huh. Um, PDF. Uh, watermark PDF is 850. Soft cover standard color book. Oh. That's why, because the soft color standard cover book does not come with a PDF. It's just for the soft cover. Uh, color book is thirty five dollars, mm-hmm. and then the PDF plus soft cover is regularly forty three fifty, but it's actually on sale right now. Um, for, for I think 30. we said that last time too. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't, I think it too might have been a little bit too harsh for that. I think this is an okay price. You know, I am a little annoyed that if it's not on sale, I have to pay 43, 44 bucks for the book. That's a soft cover and the PDF. It's also a soft cover for 35 and everything we also we've looked at today has been I think hardcover all the way through, hasn't it? Hardcover. So, so I, I think we ragged on this pretty hard for not having a, a hardcover before. So I'm not going to get it because I already have a soft cover, but part of right. one of the Hell Knight add-ons in the new Kickstarter that he's running is a hardcover of Warplant. Cool. Which it bugs me because I, I want the hardcover, but I'm not right. going to buy the hardcover to have a hardcover and a soft cover, unfortunately. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So I think, I think the two... Well, the other thing, too, with pricing is... 
remember on a one to five, three is average. I think because the PDF didn't come with the book and you had to pay extra for them separately, we knocked it down. But we right. don't. It doesn't need to be that bad on a on a much bigger scale. Right. Um, I think it. I think it sounds about average. I mean, it's a nice book. It's also a bigger book than it looks like because it's wide. That's very true. And it is part art book. I mean, if the hardcover was a little bit thicker, it could almost be a, a tabletop book. You know what I mean? Like a, um, like a coffee table book. Like a coffee table book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking average. I mean, uh, 35 for the soft cover is okay. I wish it came with a PDF. But like, if I went to a store, if I went to like Barnes and Noble looking for a looking for fucking manga and i happened to scroll into the ttrpg section and i saw this book and i picked it up and i saw the cover and i flipped through and i looked at the back and there's a little sticker that said 35 bucks i'd buy it yeah i agree i think it's a really strong like this is a strong average you know right um so the other thing we talk about with price is the bonus stuff that comes with it nothing yeah there's, there's not no I don't know if there's a third, I don't think there's a third party license, but there's no bonus adventures. There's no, you don't really need it. I mean, literally the entire book is designed as massive roll tables to build your own campaign with. I mean, you don't need a bunch of other stuff, but there's no Wait. free apps. There's no, what's up? So the book of rule or the book of tangible realities the is free. Book of tangible reality. Is free. So just to, Which, just to factor that in. Okay. For, the, for just the PDF, not the actual book, the PDF is free. So what's what's cool about the book of tangible realities is, uh, and I'll pull it up on stream here real quick for for those that haven't seen it, um, is that's all right. Is first of all, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, it's a cool looking book. Uh, the PDF does not come with a cover, which is really which is really obnoxious. Um, but what the book what this book basically is is the core materials. It's twenty three pages. Uh, it is indexed immediately right off the top. Um, and it is there's no art it's just words but it's it's the core that you need um if you literally just combat distances uh basically page one to nine is all you need to run the game and then you start getting into things like special damage effects and and hit locations and i mean you need all of it but it's it's pretty cool um, and for it to be free, it, it's basically quick start rules. Yeah, I so mean that's that a bonus knocks, to me. That knocks it up above average for me personally. Yeah, um, that I can I'm get happy with PDF. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with a six on this. I'm happy with a six on this as well. Yeah, I I think that that is uh, maybe after some of the previous scores we looked at, we started getting a little harsh on this one towards the end. Um, <laughs> but um, so. Let's talk about rule set and crunch. Let's talk about rule set and crunch. I think we talked about this a bunch going into this, and let me caveat this again. I really like Warpland as far as the art, the style, the originality, the campaign. Right. Would I run? Would I use this book to build a fucking really cool Conan on acid, uh, fucking sword and sorcery campaign? You fucking better believe I would. Would I use the rule set in the book? No, I wouldn't. I mean, I really wouldn't either. It's hard. It's hard to go around it. We just I, uh, to to just go over some basic stuff. And so so we did learn some new information lately. One of the one of the big knocks that we had on this system 
Uh, there's there's a, there's there's a number of them. But one of the things we talked about was that it didn't feel like it scaled appropriately in combat or uh, or social interactions because of the way it's this roll under system. Um, but as your stats and stuff got better and better, it'd be harder. Uh, so NPCs um, have levels. And when you're doing uh those things against an npc with the combat social interaction and things like that you apparently um and i want to find it in here have you seen what uh yeah let me pull it up sorry i took your picture of the cats cuddling so oh, sorry oh i'm distracted God. i don't know if you noticed but my username is the father of cats and there's reason for that father um, of fucking i love them, um but- each non-player character has a level instead of attributes pcs receive a penalty Okay, so this is on page um Oh, where's the page number? Uh 15 in the book. Gotcha. Um PCs receive a penalty to their attribute equal to the level when they test against that NPC. This means it affects social interactions, initiative attacks, dodge tests, everything. So basically, um, uh, a veteran is a level two NPC. So all of your roles, this is how it sounds like to me, all of your roles against that NPC automatically just have two reduced, and that's the balancing system in here. They don't get attributes because there's not a role against um, in some of this stuff, Um, and that's the way it's balanced. Does it work? Maybe. Yeah. Do I like it? Mm. Not my, really. You know what? One of my big knocks on this rule set is actually, and I have several as well, is that the way that the rules themselves are written when you read, like the, the way you like read the rules out, there are so many times where I've had to double or triple read stuff. Like, wait, wait, what are they trying to say here? And fuck, I hate that. I hate yeah. it's the. I mean, I I don't even know if I hate the rules as much as the fact that I've had they read so many of them over and over to understand them because it should be. And you and I have talked about this in working on encouragement and me working on lost adepts is like, you should write rules the way that you speak. And you, when you read them, you should be like, cool. Got it. Yep. Um, yep. Also, I don't like things like willpower, which is like this weird variable, um, like ability you have. It's based on half your lore. Um, yeah. So, so that, specifically yeah. talking about what you just said, um the way the rules are written reminds me of 5e because the way 5e feels like it's almost kind of almost tripping over itself to 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 get out what it's trying to say explain to me what it's trying to say yeah the fact that jeremy crawford gets ten thousand fucking dms a day being like hey wait what is this work how how does this rule work what's the interpretation and you have to get rules clarifications from his fucking twitter account not from the book um is one of the things i don't like and i feel like when i read this i'm not even saying that that's exactly how this is i'm saying that when you're reading it that's the vibe i get that i have to read it i'm not as sure about things after i read them in this book i'm like okay i think that that's how that's supposed to work yes and like you know i we read a lot of these fucking books i was gonna say we ain't fucking dummies yeah i mean i have two degrees no i'm a total dumbass but like yeah you know we both we both do this in our free time we both are writing our own games like i'm very invested in game design and i just 
if I have to read your rules that many times, like then I don't like it, you know? Yeah. And, and the thing is, there are some things about this that I, that I do really like. I think one of the, one of our favorite things that we liked about it was like the wounded. I really like that whole concept. I really like, and I'm not saying that there's aren't parts of the rule set that I really, really like, but I think my overall, if I had to give like a one line of why I'm not a fan of this rule set specifically, um, first of all, it's it. This is not the line. It's just do these rules. Do these rules work? They do, right? Yeah. yeah. Could you play this game? Yeah. Clearly, you can. The guy's now on his third book, I think, minimum, um, using this rule set, and people buy it and they play the game. I I think we should play test this sometime and see how we feel about it. I don't think it's really right. going to change the way you feel about it. I think, I think the our problem, initial score came out of frustration from having to reread the rules because I think both you, you and I were really frustrated about that. I think we it's went a little not, hard in this game. <laughs> they're not well. We did. We definitely went a little hard, but that's part of it. Is just like didn't you who who was the thing that you sent me when we were talking about writing where you sent me like the eight ways eight oh, things ten, that you should know rules. i got i gotta look at that but yeah this is a game designer um that and, and it, a, it sh you should be able to read the rules and, and and understand them i just think i think um that this I that, this breaks that rule you know it breaks a rule like it's yeah. if it shouldn't be this hard to understand and it when really you finish shouldn't. it you you shouldn't be like okay i think i think i understand this i think yeah, think I, I got for it. A, for a not rules heavy game, for a rules light or like rule, I mean, game, the amount that I know that I would have to go back and be like, hey, I've got to reread this as we're playing. Yes. I, I, so, so how I would describe it, getting back to the thing that I tangented off of like three times, I have right. never seen a more complicated rules light game. I would say that this game feels like i need to take like three extra steps to do everything that's what it feels yeah. like not that i need to yes but yeah i i totally get what you're feeling it's just all a little convoluted on a certain yeah. level you know i think convoluted is a good word i think i think yeah th th that's that's got to be it I'm, I'm still trying to quantify it in my brain and be able to to communicate it effectively um i just I don't i don't like it i just don't like it i'm reading I mean, i'm reading this and I'm, I'm it's so funny because it's a roll under right but like even like when you go read into the odd which we're going to re-review here in a second it's just like yeah here's your stat whatever you do just roll onto this and this one it just this is such a simple example um if the result is equal to or less than the attribute number corresponding to that action then the action is carried out like what the fuck why wouldn't you just say if you roll under that attribute it is successful you like you know what i mean like <laughs> that's exactly what i'm talking about this is why yeah. we fucking this is why we went on the score for the rules and this is why i'm gonna go in again and because that is such a convoluted way to explain that why would you explain it to me like that um yeah, it's frustrating is the problem. It's frustrating. Seriously. I mean, I guarantee that it's not. I mean, and this is I'm, I'm not even saying that this is a bad system. No, reading um, it sucks, though. Dude, if again, it, I think I think I think this is a much better. I think now that we marinated on it and looked at it again, I think that's much more reasonable is that it's not necessarily that I, I really dislike the system. But as you just said, it's so hard 
to get the information out of this to be able to know what to do because it's just tripping over itself to be more complicated. Yes. And like, thing I is, feel like me, it explains everything in the most complicated way possible. Absolutely. And that, that's yeah. it. For me, like this is already a rule set that I would consider an average. Like I would consider this rule set an average, but the fact that it is so unfriendly to read these paragraphs knocks it to just below average for me. Um, it goes from a five to a four for me. Like I am, I am still very much in the four to five range for this. I, I'm, I feel like a four is. Here's the thing. I bet you. I'm not going to, but you and I could sit down and rewrite this oh, rule absolutely. set so that the mechanics were exactly the same. Yes. And if we then, without knowing that, if we could purge that from our brain and then someone said, now read this, this would get a six or a seven. I still think this, I mean, I think it might get a six. I don't know if I give this yeah. a seven. So. I, six. I, I, I'll say that, that it would be, yeah. That I th and a six is still fine. Yeah, absolutely. Six is still yeah. good. Um, I would say that it it that the crunch part of this, I'll say that the rule set for me is an average rule set. It's it's a, it's a roll under rule set with right. eh, some some stuff that's a little bit complicated. There's some steps here and there, yeah. and yeah. This this I think is a, a really good example of what I've talked about with Merkborg, where there might be some things I'm not a super huge fan of, like the fucking femur and the dagger situation. But if you keep trying to fix those little things, the sec just gets bigger and bigger and more complicated, and more complicated. Yeah. Um. It's the crunch part that brings it down for me. Yeah. Is the crunch is, is is how the rule set is utilized and all that kind of stuff for me. And is it the correct amount of is it does it feel like the right amount of rules for what you're trying to do and stuff like that? The crunch is what brings it down for me because I feel like um having like you just said, and and I think I feel like we're just repeating ourselves and we can move on from this. It's just you have to reread over and over and over again. And I can tell you right now, if I read through this and started playing the game, I would have to pull out tangible realities and just have that have with me the whole yeah. time. So many times, so many times. And so I would have to like read, read through the examples and I have to be like, okay, we just yeah. did this whole thing and I'm not sure we all did it right is how I feel like this would go. It's yeah. just like, it all worked, I guess. The dice went down, the situation resolved itself. Did we do it right? I'm not sure, you know? Because that's, that still sounds a little below average to me. I'm fine giving yeah. this a five, but this still sounds a no, little. No, 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 no. I, I, I agree with the four a long time ago. I'm just saying, oh, okay. if you and I rewrote these rules a slightly less complicated way, or even if the author wrote these rules in a slightly less complicated way, yes. this score for and again, we're just two fucking assholes on the internet. Who the fuck gives a shit? Sure. Um, but the score would be higher. It definitely loses points because the way it's written is not easy to fucking read. You know what I mean? Okay. It's frustrating. And if you're like, I'm playing, I'm trying to play this game for fun and I didn't have fun reading this rule set, you know? Yeah. I so, so nine for art and style, six for layout and function, four for rule set, eight for originality, six for price. Um, when we add, when we add all that up, no, it didn't. Did it get a 33? 33. Nine plus six plus four plus eight plus six, 33. So where does that put this in the scope, the grand scope of other games? Uh, 41 for Necronautilus, 31 for Lancer. So it's actually two points higher than Lancer now. I'm, I'm a little okay with that. I think they all, they, they're, 
I think my complaints about Lancer or our complaints about Lancer are uh, as valid as our complaints about Warplanes. Mm. But here's the other thing that we talked about with Warplane before, too. In four out of five of these, if you took out the rules from this book and just handed it to me as a setting book, I think this is fucking genius. It'd be awesome. It'd be fucking genius. cool. I genuinely think that the rule set brings the entire thing down because yeah. it's just, like we've talked about it. it, it feels complicated and convoluted and it, I feel like it says five times more than it needs to to get its point across as far as the rules are concerned. So Gables that's... asks um, in the chat, so is this one super expensive? Is that why it gets a lower price score? And it's not that super expensive. It's kind of what you're getting for the the price. Um, it's the bang for your buck. So, so, so on a one to 10, we said early on that five is average, not like high school 70 is an average, right? So if like, like for example, um, D and D for me, uh, probably like a four or whatever, but when D &D you buy a book, <laughs> when you buy a book, the book is expensive and you don't get a PDF with it or anything like that. So, so that's, those are, those are average to slightly below average scores. So when we talk about price, we also talk about like other stuff you get for it, like free adventures, quick start rules, um, apps that support the content, um, uh, the, the, the quality of, of, or the quantity and quality of other material that's out there. So you can keep playing the game. Those are part of it. So with Warpland, um, it's not necessarily that five is a bad score. Five is average. It's just that there's not a bunch of supporting material for it. Um, so. Jables also asks, have you got a two given these scores to 5e? It'd be nice to have a comparison point that most of us are familiar with. <laughs> we can I do mean, an episode where we review 5e. Um. We, it's only it's 10 30 we got two more games to go with why don't we see where we're at with the end of this and maybe we'll just uh casually bring up a 5e score and see where oh, we're no, at. no i want to do that as an episode okay we, it's not going to take three hours to do a, a five score rating on on uh 5e and also i feel like they could get taken down in terms of service or some of the things that we're going to say so um now uh, we are going to be switching over to Into the Odd, which Hunter said was his game of the year. Uh, Into the Odd is currently my game of the year, y'all. Um, well, you're currently your favorite in December. It doesn't mean 11 months of... Listen, it's your game. You you say what you want to say about it. It's, it's my game of the year. I, I like yeah. we, we ran our first session and we did... Uh, we've been doing like mini sessions over Discord. Um and I I fucking love this game. I do. It's got so few rules in it, and the rules work so well, and it allows me a lot of freedom to do other weird shit with it. Uh, okay, cool. Into the Odd. So Into the Odd is, uh, is uh, it already exists. Um, oh, this is the, this... Sorry, this is the Into the Odd remastered. There you go. Into the Odd remastered with Chris McDowell and Johan Noor doing the art, which Johann fuck anything Johan Noor touches. fucking art. That fucking man. <laughs> Um, so in the odd is definitely a really, it, 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 it's great. I mean, it's great. Oh, I want to play it so bad. Uh, again, we talked about into the odd as it feels like it. Now that you've played it, I think you agreed, um, how it felt reading it was it did not feel like a combat game. 
it felt like an exploration game. Which is funny because, you know, after playing combat, combat was actually like a ton of fun. It was so not, fast. And so, but yes, it's not a combat game. It is not, not a saying that it's not fun. Just yeah. saying that the, the way the rules were written, it doesn't feel like the emphasis is combat. Which fifth no, edition... It is Fifth nice edition. that it was fun, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, no, God, it has to be fun. But if you look at a game like 5th edition, 85% of the rule set is combat. So, you know. Um, so going over into the... Uh, this is the re... Uh, it, I, don't, I don't know if the PDF we got was the exact final version. There might be some it's tweaks not. to it. We, have, we yeah. have the non-finalized version of the PDF. So, so there, there, there could be some some tweaks and stuff like that to it too. Um, so, but as far as art and style goes, we originally gave it a four. Um, this, to me, what what are your thoughts? Because as we went through the book, the art that's in it is great. It reminded me almost of Necronautilus and Warplane a little bit, where there were pages that were just art. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um. um so there's there are a lot of pages on here where there is some so so uh, and I listened to a bunch of Chris McDowell stuff because I was really into this game was just coming out. Um, the there's a lot of pages that just have text that's very centered and maybe just some some color along the sides or like almost nothing, and it's a very purposeful design decision to make the rules very very easy to intake. And mm -hmm. so there's not quite as much art as there possibly could be. The art that is here is really fantastic, and there's still like quite a bit of it. Um, and it really sets this like really bizarro tone that is very appropriate for like the game and the setting. Um, so, so that's when we get into, and I think, I think we talked about this before where it's going to be really hard for a game to get a really high score in art and style and layout and function, because I feel like they're almost antithetical a little bit because little what bit, you're saying maybe. is, a, is a benefit is that you have these like very plain, very easy to read words and rules and stuff on pages with less art. Yeah. But so, I think the art that's here is really fantastic. I mean, I think what did we give uh Lancer for its art score? That's you know, that's exactly what popped into my head too, was there's a lot of white space in the art that there is amazing. So what was it? Um we gave Lancer a six. I think that this might be there there is more art per page count than Lancer. It's a lot less sparse than Lancer. I yes. would be very comfortable with this getting a seven um, mm -hmm. because Lancer will go so many pages where there's not fucking anything. And like the most you have here is there might be like three pages before there's a big art piece, you know? Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot, and yeah, as I'm scrolling through it, it really is like every other page essentially has art on it. Um, okay, so is it a seven for you then? I think it's a seven for me, yeah. Okay. I think it's just above Lancer. Um, I don't think it's okay. an eight. Uh, but it's but the art that's here is so cool. Well, you know what that? what so Warplane was a nine, and that's a fucking art book basically. Right. Um, Necronalis was a nine. Troika was a seven. So we're putting this on par with 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 Troika basically, and that feels right to me. That feels okay to me. I'm good with that. I actually think it yeah. might be even a little bit above Troika, but I don't know if it's above Troika enough to give it an eight. Maybe um, if we eventually come back and give point five for things, I also don't think it gets it quite to an eight. Yeah, I don't think it's quite to a name. Yeah. I think seven, I'm good with seven. Um, okay. Okay. But yeah. Um, but tying that in with the layout and function again, what you said, and uh, let me um, let me bring the PDF uh, back up onto the podcast for people. Uh, so if we I were prepped at all for this, I could have just had all of these downloaded. 
Um, you don't have them all downloaded? Nerd. Um, no, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, while you pull it up, I'll I'll give my. Um, it's this is this is the non-final PDF. I do not know if the final PDF will be hyperlinked, and if it is, Ryan and I might quietly come back and bump up the score because that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's laid out really well. It's very everything's really easy to intake and understand. None of the pages are crowded, and that was a really big point of this book versus the original Into the Odd. And the original Into the Odd was all about like, oh, you can fit all the rules on a single page, but that page was cluttered as fuck. And everything is so clean here. It's so readable. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's in an order that really makes sense. There's only one thing in this whole book that I think is out of order. Um, and that is where um, bulky weapons are bulky. The bulky quality is for weapons. It's just in a weird spot. It's just one thing, though. I um, mean, you will mm-hmm. read it. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is laid out really, really well. You know, I don't. So here's the thing. Even going over the art, if you look at it as a spread, like on the stream, not in pages, it's every other page, man. Look at this. Yeah, I know. Like, it's a, it is full every other art page. piece, text, full art piece, text, full art piece, text. And so then is it, is it an eight then? I don't. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a shitload of art. And the art is so fucking cool. Like, look at this. It look is at, so look at, cool. So when we're looking at page 17, you know, it's you like can God tell no Johan yeah. Nor's Johan Nor's, you know, hands are all over this. Uh it's the guy in the hat with like the weird eyes and then like the circulatory system like sideways across him and stuff like that. I just think like if we if we look at this compared to Troika, right? I I do like the Troika art. I think it has a very distinct style. Right. But I feel like it it's very like piece on a page, piece on a page, piece on a page, piece on a page. As opposed to this, where it's this full page, massive pieces, and the art pieces in this, I think, are much more interesting than Troika to me. Much more interesting than Troika. I, th- I think. Yeah. I think it'd be an eight then. Yeah, I think I think a solid eight for the art for sure. Um, and and as far as what you were talking about with layout and function, I mean, if you look at a page like uh, literally any of them, like if you just start chapter three and you go to page fifteen, playing the game, like you just said. It says big and bold playing the game and then it gives you saves turns actions with the definition of each right yeah. uh and that's it on the page that, yeah so and i don't and, want a but, bunch more man i want to be able to pick up this game and fucking play it and this game is like pick it up and play it it'll take you five minutes to get yeah. started you know well again one of the things we talked about with 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 layout one of the most important parts of layout specifically not necessarily as much as the function um is uh, readability of the information that it's trying to give you. Right. And I think one of the other things that it does really good with layout is if you have, so for example, 15 and 16 is a lot of the base, 17, 18, a lot of the base stuff, but specifically when you look at 17, here's the argument that, or 18, the argument that I'm making with this is when it is kind of sparse, it's not like they did two columns and then left the bottom half of the page completely white. Yeah, they blew the text out and filled the entire page with it, so you don't leave these big open spaces right. where you could have put art. But it makes it super readable. Like the size of the font and the way it's laid out, super fucking readable. And if there was a page that had less, like on page eighteen, there is a piece There's of art at the bottom. Like, which thing? Yeah. yeah. But what's cool is it's not even just the 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 art at the bottom. There's also that other piece behind it too that gives that pop of color behind the black and white drawing yeah. so yeah i mean 
I I think that the 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 big benefit this is specifically what we're talking about when we say make the information on the page readable in a way where you don't become overwhelmed with no, just this is blocks so, of text. Yeah. Also, this is yeah. another under system. Um, and it's just, it's so easy to understand. Like it's, there's yeah. just not, there's no more than you need in the layout. Yes. No, yes. I, and, you know, I'm, I go ahead. No, the way, what, one of the things you just said to, 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 to just put a pin on another conversation was this is so easy to read. Not in, not, not, not in, 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 I don't mean in the, the way the page is laid out. I mean, when you read the words, it's so understandable. Yeah. Like it reads, like one of the things you said earlier, it reads the way you talk. And when I finish a sentence that gives me a rule, I'm like, oh, okay, got it. Easy peasy. You know, it's not tripping over itself to, 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 to give you the information. It's just telling you what it is. So I'm just going to give an example because I read from Warpland and I, my criticism was that this was very backwards. But I'm going to read the exact same ability or the same thing saves for this, which is the role under mechanic, but this is for into the odd. A save is a role to avoid danger from a risky action or situation. Roll D20. If you roll equal or under the appropriate ability score, you pass. One is always a success. 20 is always a failure. Do you understand what I super understandable that is how you talk mm -hmm. that's how mm -hmm. i would explain it to somebody and like it's way better than what the fuck did i say before um here actually i have what it page right you here you on. let me pitch you on um i'm on page 11 um test when a character plays his or her character or a player wants his or her character to do something he or she must first describe how he she wants to do it and his her intention then the game master will indicate the attribute corresponding to that action. The player must roll 2d6, two, two six-sided two six dice. If the result is equal to or less than the attribute number corresponding to that action, then the action is carried out successfully. And the game master narrates the outcome. Um, like, just, you didn't need all that. <laughs> You'd like That's what, it, editing, editing. Yeah. Editing. I don't talk like that. Sissel says that uh, Warpland seems like it needs separate player and GM book explanation docs. Yeah, almost. I mean, yes. I mean, that's the ex that, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You could have just made just, uh, the book of tangible reality is a little bit bigger and pulled the rules completely out of this book. That's the thing is they have that. Sorry, we're mm -hmm. on into the odd now. Back to into the odd. So, so we're on layout so function. Layout function. I, I, I just, I'm just agreeing with you. I mean, there are some pages where there's like, I mean, page 40 has a little bit of white space at the bottom here. Uh, uh, mm. So, but uh, honestly, the amount of art, how often something like happens and then right next to it, there's a massive piece of art. On art and style, I don't think we're getting knocks for that. As, <clears throat> as far as layout and function, I think this is the definition of keep a page readable. Yeah, I do too. Um, but it doesn't I, feel it doesn't feel empty and sparse at all. The way no. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the font that they picked or the size that of the font that they really picked good. or what it is. <laughs> yeah, this font here at the top that they use, like discovering Arcana on page forty eight or or playing the game to start chapter two, that font they picked. Oh. The font it's for the so, cover of the it's book. It's so funny because that Chris McDowell, like that was his thing. He wanted this to be something that you could look at, and it was so easy to read and take in. And it's so successful in that, you know? 
Mm-hmm. My greatest mm-hmm. knock is that it just doesn't, it's not hyperlinked, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll not. see. I know it isn't, this one isn't. This one is not. But the, when you went into the audibles on Kickstarter, there were only two tiers, a right. PDF tier and a hardback tier, that's it. When the final PDF is released to everybody, we'll see. We might come back and, and and adjust the score here. I don't think it gets a really bad score to start with anyway, though. We originally gave well, it a four. That thing um, is like, it's either a strong eight or a light nine for me for layout. It's not I'm a light having, nine. It's not even it's not even close to a nine. It's definitely an eight for layout. What are your knocks on the layout? And not necessarily knocks. So you're saying that this is an equivalent layout to Necronautilus got an eight. Uh, Merkborg got a seven. It's definitely easier to read than Merkborg. So. I don't disagree with that by any stretch of the imagination. It's definitely easier. <laughs> um, I feel like the the things that we gave Necronautilus props for on layout, which was the pages are really easy to read. There's not too much information on yeah. the page. Is the same for any of the odd. I'm cool with an eight. I'm cool with I'm eight. good with that. It is very when you especially when you explain it like that, I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely feel like it's the, the exact same thing. Yes. Yeah, the same vibe. Again, Trika is just so good at 10 that to me, nine also feels almost unattainable for other games. It you has to really be like almost Trika. as good as Trika. Yeah. It's listen, I don't even I'm not even the biggest fan of the game. I think it's good. He was really um, fan of the, the layout. <laughs> oh my god, the layout! Whoever laid that book out, you fucking you, oh, you genius. Um, so rule set and crunch. I mean, I'm giving this all to you. You actually played the game. I have. Um, man, I fucking love the rule set for this game, and I love the crunch. I think it's really appropriate for what you're trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, so we, so we did talk about we, we're trying to differentiate this into into. The, the aspects of two, when we do ands, right? Rule set and crunch. The rule set is the rule set. The crunch is how appropriate the rule set is for the game, for what you're trying to accomplish, for the, the quantity of rules and stuff like that. Like, so those are the differences. So it's like the rule set on its own, is it really good? Cool. Crunch wise, does it feel like it fits into the game? Is it feel like you're playing the game you want to play with it? Does it fit into the setting? Is it giving you what you need to play the game? Yes, absolutely. I think that I think that the rule set itself on its own is really, really good. It's a lot of fun. It's easy to understand. It's appropriate for this. It's appropriate. Uh, and I guess there's now transitioning over the crunch. Like it's really appropriate for the setting. It feels really good. Um, exploration is fun. The magic items that you get along the way to make exploration more explory are a lot of fun. Um, I think I have a, I think I have a couple knocks about it. It's definitely not perfect, perfect. Um, but I mean, we had so much fun playing it and it, it flowed so well and it was so easy to understand. And it like my players made a bunch of money and then they had like this week off and it really incentivized them to spend that money on like starting to do stuff in the world, which they give you rules for like building small military, like platoons or whatever, or making businesses or like it stuff like that. It was very, I am very, very comfortable uh, what do we give? I mean, well, once they reference, what do we give Necronautilus for rule set? Oh, and give me oh. the score first, and then we'll and we'll say because I want to know what your I thoughts would say, are. I would say it's an eight. It's a fucking eight. It's an eight because it's an eight is what we give Necronautilus, and an eight is what we give Merkborg. And to me, when I read this, I haven't got to play it yet. 
that's how it felt like to me where it's just like it's really really good and i want to play it so bad and eight is a really high score eight's yeah. the highest rule set score we've given anything yet Merkborg, into the odd and necronos all have eights which just means i honestly as far as rule set goes do not think 10 is attainable yeah um, it's really hard to even imagine what that looks like so what a rule set where you're just like oh my god this is just the perfect rule set i've ever seen in my entire life i mean mechanics and stuff like that is always going to be a problem and i also think gripes about it yeah subjectivity i think is also part of the reason that we might not i think the rule set um is is harder to quantify in a in an objective way because of the way you want to play a game because right. i know people that hate rules light stuff you know what I mean? Right. They hate it. So, and I love it. I don't want, I don't want to have to memorize manuals and manuals on manuals for the game, but I can understand why people do. I can right. understand why, if that's what you enjoy about a game, why you would want more and more and more. I just don't. And I feel like we're on the very same page as far as like, um, what we want out of the mechanics of a game. I feel like we are like, you know, right yes. there. Um, and for me, in my head, I was like, this is an eight. And then I scroll up and was like, oh, Necronalis got an eight. And then I scroll up and was like, oh, Merkborg got an eight. And to me, <laughs> it's, it's, and what's cool, what's cool about all three getting an eight is all three are incredibly different games. Yeah, incredibly different really games. They are. They're it's way a D20, different. yeah. D20 player facing roles versus like, uh, I don't even, I mean, it's a 2D6, but in a very different way. I've never seen a 2D6 system done the way that Adam Bass did Necronautilus. And then you have this like roll under system, which this is weird, kind of like magic exists, but not kind of, yeah, yeah, eight. So originality in both mechanics and lore and stuff. I, Pluses and I, minuses. Uh, so. Uh, there, the it's a it's a very so there is lore in Into the Odd, um, and there is lore in this book that describes the settings, the setting. But there's not a lot because the point is that you, my Bastion land, right, which or mm. my Bastion, which is the main city, is going to be a lot different from Ryan's Bastion. Um, mm. And after playing, because we played the uh, Iron Coral Dungeon, um, which is the dungeon in the book. It definitely has some like cosmic horror elements and some like weird industrial horror elements. And it's really cool. And, you know, before I gave a knock on like the underground for feeling a little tacked on to, Bast to Bastion, you know, and after going through, I'm like, oh, no, it fits in really well. Um, the it's a D20 roll under system, which I don't know of any other. There's probably another one that I just don't know, but I don't know of any other D20 roll mm -hmm. under. Not off the top of my head. No. Yeah. With the with the three d6 per each um stat yeah there it is there we go jason just hopped in there yeah d20 uh, roll under simba room yep cool which i still haven't played and then we should actually go over because i i it looks really good um oh we will but, oh we will you know so i mean it's 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 a, it's another eight <laughs> this game's yeah, gonna I go don't, it's going to go from all fours to all eights. I know, and I'm not going to hate on it. I'm not, I don't disagree with you. I think one of one of my favorite things about it, and maybe I'm wrong again. First of all, Bastion Land ties in with it, right? There's yes, a, a whole fucking book for Bastion Land. Yes. Um, one of my favorite things about it is the way that magic works, because I could be completely wrong. There are there is no there aren't any magic users in the world, right? No. 
but so it's these these arcana these magic yeah. items that you have i love that i They're love so cool. that and, so and, yeah, cool. and the arcana themselves are, are amazing you could build entire campaigns around one of them yeah um, and like you don't need like magic items in so many games are like oh you do more damage or hey you shoot fire now and these are like oh no when you touch the floor you can make a hole into that you can walk through and if you go through it it closes behind you or like any surface you know oh yeah no sorry you can like phase through it's like it gives you you interact with the world in different ways you know it makes mm-hmm. it makes exploration it gives another dimension to exploration, which is a main like mechanic of the game is main focus of the game. So actually it reinforces like the game, Um, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what you want from a rule set is when you play the rules, the way they're written, it should reinforce exactly. You just said the game that you're playing, you should feel like you're playing the right game, which is another aspect of crunch, right? Is that when you run, when you run the rule set, does it feel like it fits the game you're playing? Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm totally good with an eight. Uh, and, and that's personally when I read through, that was my favorite part. Like I said, is that there aren't any magic users in the world, that, but all of these arcana feel yeah. so cool. And, and to me, there's an originality to that. I'm sure there's other systems, you know, whatever, but, but you don't get to just be a caster or whatever. No, Everyone is hunting for these items, you know? Absolutely. And that, that's actually a thing I think we might've glossed over in the, uh, when we deep dived it, but that we were really talking about in my game when we were playing is that like, everyone's hunting these things. So if you were in, and even says in the book, like if you, people don't often openly use or claim that they have arcana, like it's a secret thing because people are always after it. So it's this other dimension of like, people know that you have Arcana, they're going to come after you, which is a whole other story arc of stuff that you can go through, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's good. I want to play it real bad. I'm glad that you played it and and enjoyed it as much as you wanted. I really, um, my, play, said, my players I, loved it. They loved good. it. They were like, it's fucking awesome. So there were a couple of rules tweaks that I, I wanted to talk that I would make immediately. I think we talked about it too. Like the fog thing, I yes, think, tiny little tweak that. that makes it better and stuff like that. Super easily hackable to, 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 to tweak it the way you yeah, want. There's fucking, there's almost no fucking rules. You can hack whatever you want in this bitch. You yeah. know? Well, and that's one thing I do like about it though, is it feels like if you were to hack it in the ways that I would want to hack it, I don't feel like I'd be making a different rule set. I'd feel like nope. I'd be playing it with just yeah. tweaks. Versus like fifth edition or something like that, where if you, you know, you feel like you almost have to create this like modular system and create a whole new different fucking thing that's not 5e in order to do the thing that you want. Um, little tweaks in this, I think it still feels like into the odd. Um, price wise, we originally gave it a four. And did we just make that off, base that off the Kickstarter prices? Uh, yeah, because it's non sale right now. So we, mm-hmm. we only have the Kickstarter to base it off of. Um, mm-hmm. Which the Kickstarter prices were were good. There was only they were, they were really reasonable. I thought. Yeah, it was um, fourteen pounds for just the PDF, or twenty eight pounds for the hardback full hardback full cover and PDF. Full cover and PDF. Yeah. Hard, so hard, yeah, yeah, hardcover or hardback full cover or full color and PDF. Yeah. So the PDF is roughly eighteen fifty. And you said 28 was the other one? Yes, for both. And and uh, hardback book and PDF is 37. Yeah, just got it. So, uh, re- I mean, so the other thing too is if we look at that compared to like, let's say Warpland, for example, um, or, or Necronautilus, I think they both, with Warpland on sale, yeah, with Warpland, Warpland on, on sale, you got the book, you got the softback and the PDF. 
Yeah, the soft cover and PDF. Right. Yeah. And this is the hardcover book. Um, right. And how many pages is into the odd? 70 something. Hold on. I've just. Uh, so, so, but it's a, it's a taller book. Um, uh, well, it also comes with like five dungeons and a hex crawl. Um, right. Oh, and so, Warplane is print on demand as well, too. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, uh, I, I oh, think it's, sorry. it's, it's a hundred and, uh, like 45 pages. Okay. So definitely much more, more comparable, but compared to like Necronalis, which I think is like $35 and you get PDF in that, but that one's only like 80 something pages. So I, I personally think it's probably got, it's definitely above Warpland. Um, I think Necronalis and Warpland both got sixes because they the the they were they were roughly the same price. It's like thirty five bucks for a PDF right. and and the other one, but um, the Warpland one is a print on demand, not like a like a you know factory printed sent to you. It's right. like a drive through RPG print on demand. Um, to me, you know, and the fact that you get all of the uh what's what's the back part of it called like the addendum or something oh yeah the, the opendium where you have all the these fucking roll tables dude you can do alternate starts alternate yeah. gear starts there's so much plus all the adventures in the book so in the core book itself you get a ton of stuff yes. um and it's just really reasonably priced 37 dollars for a hardcover book with the pdf i wish it was hyperlinked um Never know. maybe the final one might be yeah we'll see um, did we really give layout and function an eight without the hyperlink? I don't know. I don't think even hype. I don't think even hyperlinking the layout and function will bump it to a nine, but we'll see how it lays it, out. I don't think it will either, but it would be nice to have. You okay, know? good. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. So price wise, I think it's more than a six. I, you think I it's agree. all the way to an eight price wise. My only knock I think is that there's nothing else. There's plenty of stuff in the book, but there's nothing else outside of the book. Like if you want to get Bastion Land, it's, it's a whole cost whole unto itself. I would be comfortable giving this a seven. Seven. I think that's where I felt on on it too. Um, I think it, it's 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 a good it's a good price for the content, but I don't know what it's going to sell for on like Exalted Funeral. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the other thing with Exalted Funeral is they generally give you the cost of the book. And the PDF is always with the book. Yeah. I don't think they really genuinely do like the drive through RPG PDF, soft cover, PDF and soft cover, like really dicking it Which around with it. Why Exalted so. Funeral gets more of my money than drive through RPG does. Fuck so yeah. A, fuck yeah. A 39. Is that, is that a 39? Um, it's literally eight times four plus seven. I have to. It's not that I don't believe you anymore. I have this like it lets this like need to pull it up too. So you is that the see second this man doubting my math skills? Doesn't he know that I suck at math terribly? So thirty nine. Warplane got a thirty three. I feel like. Oh, the art and style of Warplane was a nine, which really the art pulled. and style of Warplane is very good. Yeah, and the originality is really gonna put up. Um, just Jason said, just curious, any reason why you aren't doing a total average, meaning you'd have a total scale of 10? Um, I think the whole point of making the scores bigger was to create more delineation. And if we average stuff together, especially things for like war plans, where uh, frankly, we don't like the rule set at all. 
Um, and the higher end of that is going to bump it up more than than it would if we averaged it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we should fucking um, uh, let's let's fucking let's do averagey stuff. So yeah, I feel like that literally would take it all the way back down to the five thing. I feel like we would basically just like uh, the scales. Scroll, scroll down the end of the ob for me. Uh, the scale's not high enough, I think, to to really create a big enough yeah because this would basically be I like yeah i mean it yeah i don't like it um it, it just doesn't create enough delineation um i think we, we we the point of moving to a bigger scale score was to make it more granular um mm -hmm. so that we could be I, like yeah yeah and i don't yeah. agree with jason i think times 10 definitely feels better than 50 i think a score out of 100 but because we only have five we are doing a, a, a 10 scale on five attributes. That's how it works in my brain is each one of these is, is to a 10. So with a total of 50 versus uh, trying to scale the whole thing to like a times 10. So I get what you're saying. I let's think go at the end, let's just let's get through this and let's go through and see what the average would be for each of them. And we can we can decide then because we're almost done. We only have one more to do, right? OK, I still think I like this better. This this is what makes sense in my brain and it might not be the best way to do it, but it, it's what makes sense in my brain. And I feel like you were on the same page with me. Um, I'm, I'm, but yeah, yeah we'll, I'm flexible. We'll see. We'll see. OK, so the final one is casket land. Oh, yeah. I wanted to look at. So wait a minute. Thirty nine. What is the so Necronalus got a forty one. Compared okay. to the 39 from Into the Odd. Yeah, Into the Odd really bumped it up as well. Um, so Necro, so Into the Odd is the third highest scored game right now. Merkberg is on a 44. Uh, Necro Nautilus got a uh, 41, and this got a 39, um, which is six points higher than Warpland, which feels feels a lot better feels, um, feel than it did before. Better. Yeah. So Casket Land, uh, we actually played. I played Casket Land before off stream, um, oh, yeah. and then and then we played Crewwash the Adventure on stream. Uh, so I've played plenty of Casket Land. So this is my Into the Odd because um, I've actually played it a little bit more. Um, so looking at the scores, it looks like we were pretty hard on the layout and function, but I think that was valid. So we'll talk about that. But um, art and style, I mean. It's so good. You know, when you actually look at Casket Land and Marie Anger and everything like that, um, uh, the one of the things that is most important to me in art that's in a book and art and style is that it evokes the game that you're trying to do. Yeah. And fuck, does Casket Land do that? I mean, yeah, her art style... I mean, it's it's so good. Even when you look at the image of this background here, this is actually an image from Homestead, not from Crewwash. Um, but it's it's so good. And I love the way she does like the clouds with that like kind of like um, uh, it's that comic booky kind of like mesh yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? It's like filled it's, in by like a little grid. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I mean, to me, art and style wise. I mean, this is going to be your into the odds. So you're going to really take the take the. I know, but you can look at the art. I mean, that's the one that we can look at subjectively together. It is. I really mean, good. so so Warpland, Necronautilus, uh, those got nines. Merkboard got a ten. Troika got a seven. For me, I, I I'm about with into the odd. I think it's a I, to me it's an eight. 
I'm good with giving it an eight. There is a lot of art here. There's very few. I'm in Homestead. Um, so maybe I should be in a different book. Um, but let's go to the rules. Crew Wash is actually more art dense than, than Homestead was, actually. And it's I mean, a bigger book. Any of it. Like, the art's really well used, very evocative of the setting. You know, yeah. there is enough open space where I like it, but also there's not a lot of space, like, they really, you really only go like maybe a page or two without art at any one point in time. Um, and there's a lot of that like smaller on the bottom of the page art or like mid page, yeah. there's, like there's like a shovel or something. Yeah. I think it's, it's actually I think very it's hard to find a page that doesn't have at least a piece of art because even yeah. like this right here, you have just a little thing to yeah, fill in the spaces. Something. I think eight's yeah. really good. Cool. I'm giving it an eight. So <sighs> layout and function. We went hard on this, and I think we were validly hard on it because, yeah, um, I, 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 we were valid. It, it, there's a lot of stuff that's like it's in weird places, or like they reference stuff that's not not ever explained after on, or there's like a bunch of status effects that like you're like, okay, what does this do? It's like, well, you need the whatever fucking thing you had that yeah. I don't have that isn't digital. The GM screen from the original Kickstarter. Otherwise, right. you don't know what any of the status effects are. Um, but I, I think my biggest knock is, I I think the layout itself, if we're going to separate them two, I think the layout is 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 good to me. Right, like, yeah. It's easy we talk to about, read. We, when you look at one page, boom, super easy to read. Functionality, it's terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. It's really bad. Like, it's like, really bad. Like, like you said, like it's hard to. If I didn't bring up a PDF and Control F my way through it, I would have no fucking clue where shit is. You know, I would have no clue where stuff is. Um, and that's that's one of the biggest problems with it. And you yeah. know, and we only went through like the the base PDF, and that's not even going through like. The actual adventures themselves and stuff like no, that. No, we went through but survivors like, as well. We went through like the character class one as well. Okay, yeah, but the core, the core, the core material, not the adventures yeah. and things like that. Um, but I'm. Is I mean, the survivors happening? are survivors are good. I mean, no, I think that the 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 functionality, like it, it's so hard to find stuff. Stuff isn't there. Or stuff is referenced and never brought up again, and yeah, it's so out of order. That, and it's that just... is like such a fucking the fact that you would reference something in your book and I can't find it after that is yes. such a fucking huge deal. Yeah, yeah. I I'm um, at a four for this. I'm at a four. I'm at a this. four for this as well. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, again, the art's great, and again, the layout I think looks really good. The pages look really good. They're super clean, uh, super easy to read, but it's so. It's so hard to pull the information out that you need. Yeah. Um, and that's a, cool. that's literally the whole point of, of the layout and function. Yeah, it's cool that you and the rest of the Adventure Archive, which I guess I'm part of now, uh, hey, cool, uh, are, are like really experienced with games because we can take something like this because there is there is a there is a nugget of great in this, you know, and we can make oh, this yeah. a lot of fun. But like if you're listening to the show right now and you're like, hey, what, sh like I don't play the main games or I'm trying to pick up a new game, like what's good for me to pick up? Like don't do this one because there's it's hard to find stuff and you'll be confused and that'll make the game less fun for you. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to say don't play this game. I think that if you've never played, I think the 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 problem with this game is I feel like it is written with the assumption that you've already played 
powered by the apocalypse. Right. Yeah. I super agree. Yeah. And if you have, then you can play the game just fine. Um, yeah. But I feel like it should ex have a couple extra planers of a, um, pages of a little bit more explainer for those that have it. Um, and that's one of the reasons we gave it a knock before, too, was was that it could benefit from three or four extra pages a worth of content just explaining some of the stuff that's not there. So. Um, rule set and crunch. So, so the way we we originally gave this a three it's average right um it's not her system uh, it's slightly adapted it is powered it's a straight up powered by the apocalypse game um but there's some things that she adapted and tweaked into it like uh like the infection mechanic the water mechanic a lot of those kind of things um and to me what's interesting is those are the best parts those are yeah oh by far they are the best parts yeah yeah the the infection mechanic is like one of my favorite fucking things ever. And then in, in the Kruosh adventure with the water and the broom and, and what you have to roll and stuff like that. Um, I also love just how brutal the game is. Like you can literally just like like if you get infected um, uh, with like broom or whatever, you literally roll to see how many actions you get before you just are you succumb you, yeah, and you die. I, uh, yeah, I remember that we rolled yeah. we rolled on those tables. So yeah, yeah. Um, so and the tables are cool. You know, yeah, they're really well done. Yeah, um, I don't think this deserves a five. I do think so. Here's the thing. When we rate this, we talked about if you use another rule system, it's how well you have adapted that rule system to fit the game that you're creating. Right. I think she adapts it pretty well. I don't think that she explains it as well as it could, but that's not what we're talking about here. Yes. Um, I think she adapts the rule set really well. I think this rule set felt really good when playing Casket Land. I love the 2D6 like partial success system. It's what we do in Victory Basic. It just feels good. And as a DM, it's fun because yeah. that improv yeah. level that comes into it, it's, it's, yeah. it's so much fun. So... Um, Again, I think she adapts it well, and I think the parts that she adds to it are good. The fact that it isn't explained very well, though, is a knock away from rule set and crunch. You think that's rule set and crunch, or you think that's a, a, a function? I think that's a function issue. Ooh. Maybe a smidge of both? I think, it's, it's a, it, I think it has its foot, feet in both. Um, okay because to me crunch I, I feel like crunch is good on this i feel like crunch is good on this in that um it is the appropriate amount of rules needed they just need to be explained okay. a little bit better yeah they just need to be explained a little bit better i think this suffers uh um similar but different kind of to warpland where like warpland you have the information but it's hard to pull that information out of what's written <laughs> and yeah. i feel like casket land is more like um you don't have all the information that you need sometimes right um so what did we okay i can't look at that score again I, I i think this is higher than a five do you think it's a all the way to a seven no i think it's a six i think it's a six i think it's well. a six i think it's a six i think she again the way that she adapted um powered by the apocalypse i think she did well and i think the little things that she added boosted up um and I think with a couple extra pages explaining Powered by the Apocalypse a little bit more, this could easily be a seven. Yeah. But I think that that's little probably, bit of that's probably fair. Yeah, that little bit of um, loss of of uh, kind of information you you you, you kind of need you can work yeah. without, but you can't drops it back down. So yeah. Um, 
originality we originally gave this a five now that i'm looking at it we've gone through the 10 scores so much i'm like damn we really bit hard on this it's only a five but no we're working through it um originality wise man name me another bleak occult like post-apocalyptic dust bowl rpg and that's the thing is like there's a bunch of other westerns and but this is a very original take and like it feels really original and it feels fresh and it doesn't feel super derivative of anything. It definitely takes inspiration, but I mean, I really like the originality on this. I would say the originality is up there. It's in the the top, the the higher end, you know. I I don't disagree with that whatsoever. I, I I think it's way near the top too, because again, like you just said, yeah, there's plenty of Western games, but there's not one that's got this like Western Gothic. Um, God, she just got this. I feel like she got the survivor so good. Like when you pick up yeah. like the barber being kind of your healer, like fits so well because he used to bleed people and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And then like um, the way that she wrote like the bar back with finding water and stuff. I mean, I, I feel like she really killed. Seriously, this really this game would crush it with just uh, somewhat like a like a really dedicated editor. Um, and uh and like I said, maybe like five more pages in the rule set and this game would freaking kill it. Um, but we're not talking about that. Originality wise, gosh, what else is really up there? Um, Warplane's an eight. Into the Odd is an eight. Um, Troika's a seven. Uh, origin, um, Merkborg is a nine. I don't think it's a Merkborg. It's definitely not a Merkborg. It's definitely... To me, I think it's at least with I think it's at least up there with Into the Odd and like Warpland and stuff. You know, I mean, Necronalis is a ten. There's nothing else, and uh, Merkborg's a nine. To me, if it's not Necronalis, which it's not, and it's not Merkborg, which it's not, it's an eight. I think it's an eight. I, I'm I'm okay giving it an eight. I think it's I think it is very original in a lot of ways, and I think the setting's really enjoyable. Cool, 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 and cool. the price, we immediately have to give it a, t- a ten. So. There's no need to, to fucking it's free. You can just play it for free. Like you can download all the PDFs for free. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to. And that's all of it. Like, that's all of it. Um, Are the PDFs entirely? Fr- I think we did yeah, talk about this. I, I fucking got them for free. So the P- so the Vibers are free. The core rules are free. And I think if you just want PDFs of the adventures, they're only five dollars each. Right. The, yeah. Sorry. Core. Yeah. Core rules are free. Um, yeah, and then they're $5 for the PDF, man. Um, so you could get you could get all the rules you need to run the game and two adventures for 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, you That's really insane. It's got to be a 10. <laughs> it's not even a question on a 10. I mean, um, I was going to argue a little bit, then I was like, well, I completely forgot that it uh, that most of the game is free. Yeah, you have to pay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can make up your own adventure right now and just fucking not pay 10 bucks and just, you know. So, and Merkborg is the only other one that they got a 10 on that. And Merkborg's also the only one that got two 10s in the whole system. So, uh, so, so looking at the math for that, ooh. Um, 36. We got eight plus four plus six plus 36. <laughs> plus 10. 36? this guy so it's on the same level as troika 
which feels okay to me. Actually, that kind of feels okay to me as well. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's Into the Odd really suffers from not, like, blowing anything out of the water. Um, well, it's got an eight for fucking almost everything. It's great at almost everything. It's just got nothing. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's no, it's, 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 is it one of the only ones that didn't get a 10? No. Warplane only got a nine. Well, Lancer's our lowest one, and it's, it's pretty average book. It's pretty average across the board. But, um, Lancer and, um, and Warpland, or Lancer and Into the Odd are the only ones that didn't get a nine or a 10. And that, that drops, you know, two, three points off the whole thing. And I'm, I um, feel good about how these were scored. So I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting is if all you do is look at the final score, you're going to have a very different, like, understanding of the way the the rules are scored versus if you actually look at the individual scores. Because if you yeah, look at Cascadeland like, with a 36, yeah. um, it's a very different game than, like, Into the Odd at a 39. But you know, the odd is still above, a, like, you know, still a higher score than Casket Lands, which I think is appropriate. No, it is. It is. It yeah. is. But if you go 888887 versus 846810, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? A lot of these games are saved by, like, one or two scores that are just fucking blowing it out. But at yeah. the end of the day, I would still rather play an 88887 than a 96486, you know what I mean? So I do. So let's just, just for the hell of it, let's run the averages real quick and just see what it looks like if we score them by average. Okay. Um, I'll read them to you, and do you want to just write it write it down? Um, yeah, I'm going to... Let's do this. I'm going to go docs.new. Okay, MB, Merkborg. What is the score for Merkborg overall? Uh, it's a 44 overall. We have five different scores, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to give them to you as I'm going, or you want me to just tell you at the end? Uh, for what? For the average, uh, the average score of each of them. So that gives Merkborg. Let's just do. We'll do it one by one. Eight by uh, eight point eight is Merkborg's score at the average. Yeah, because all you have to do is divide the final number by five, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're not doing a mean. Mean would be very different. The mean yeah. of the five scores would be very different than the average. Maybe the mean would even make more sense. So, so eight point five is what you said. Eight point eight. Eight point eight. Okay. Uh, which would give it an eighty-eight overall if you multiply by ten. Um, Troika has a thirty-six. Uh, Troika has a thirty-six. I'm doing the math as we're going. Sorry. Okay. Troika's got seven point two. Seventy-two. Okay. Uh. Lancer has a 31. Sorry, you said 31? Yep. It's a 6.2. I don't 62. think we need to multiply them by 10. Like, it can just be a fucking incremental. In my head, 62 makes more sense than 6.2. Third. Uh, Necronalis is a 41. Uh, so an 8.2. Okay. Um, Warpland is a 33. You said 33? Yep. So 6.6. 6. Uh, Indiad is a 39. 
Hold on, I'm, I'm writing these down on my end too. Uh, so that's a 7.8. And then Cascaline is a 36. Seven point two. Okay, so uh, multiply them by ten because that's how my brain works, and give them to me uh, uh, best to worst. Okay, our best, not shocking here, is Morphorg with an eighty-eight. Okay. Uh, second place now is into the odd with a seventy-eight. Oh, I'm sorry, no, no, I'm sorry, Necronalis with an eighty-two. Um. Okay. Third best is now into the odd with a 7.8. Okay. Casket lands and Troika are actually tied for a seven for a 72. Okay. Um, what's after 72? Um then we have Warp Lands that has a 66. Okay. And then Lancer has a 62. You know, we did a lot of complicated math to just multiply this number by two. Listen here. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing it by 100. I'm doing it by by average, but you are making a lot of... I know, but it's the same. But it's the same. If, if we average... Yeah. Yeah, we literally just made it out of 100 because we're Jason, fucking idiots. Shut up. Yeah, we're fucking idiots. I'm tired. Um, okay. I just want to say I was a straight A student in I wasn't. like middle school, high school. Like I did, I never got the only B's, the only things less than an A I ever got in 12 years of schooling were in math and Spanish. So not my strong suit. Um, but yeah, yeah, basically we're just saying out of 100 score. So it doesn't matter. Long story short, Merkborg is number one with our current score at a 44 out of 50. Um, uh, what did we say was number two? Necronautilus. I, I think that's completely valid. Um, Necronautilus is number two with a score of a 41. Uh, number three is Into the Odd uh, with a score of a 39. Number four is both Casketlands and Troika coming in with a 36. I don't think it. Nope. It's yeah, Casketland and Troika. Yeah. Did get a 36. Warpland got we a. Did, we accomplished nothing. We did nothing. Yeah. We're going to cut all this in post. So. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I might actually on this one. Uh, Warpland <laughs> got a 33. And um, I started reading out the, the numbers halfway through the other ways. I'm also tired, guys. And uh, Lancer got a 62. I, fuck, they, no, they didn't. Lancer got, a in our scores, a uh, 31. I, I think the spread on this is a lot better because I think our lowest, our, in the five system, I think our lowest is a 17 and our highest was like a 23. Um, and now it's a 31 to a 44. Yes. That's a huge difference. And I think that massive, feels yeah. a lot better. That feels a lot better. The only way to spread these numbers even farther would be to do like a fucking 20 scale on each one so that times 
five scores gives you a hundred and we don't need to be getting that ticky tacky with it. Um, so anyway, I don't feel like that's wrong on any of these. Hey buddy. I think Jason's catching the yeah. rest on the VOD. Yeah, I don't feel like that's I'm not surprised by any of this. I'm not either. Actually, this worked out. This worked exactly how we thought it was going to. And it worked well. So, yep. yep, 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 yep. Did we say it's going to be a short episode? <laughs> it ended up being a long, the longest one we've ever won. Long the longest one we've ever done with one like two minute break to pee. And, and then we're, we've been going for three and a half hours. So, yeah, I mean, just again, just like an overall final. What 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 are your any other any surprises? I mean, we scored it already, but any 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 takeaways from this? I feel like we did make some some slight adjustments and and, and kind of really benefited some of these games. Um, yeah, Caskeland's yeah. got a lot of benefit from hindsight, and I mm -hmm. think actually even Warplane's got a little bit of a bump. Um, I do so. Yeah, again, I and I I do want to I would do want to preface Warplane again by saying if you watch our original VOD, I think the last like five minutes of the VOD is us basically going, I would play the shit out of this game. The art's amazing. The lore's amazing. That's yeah, really good. Um, yeah, it's just again, we are not and, and here's the other thing too. We need to remember that or everyone out there in podcast line needs to remember there's there's this subjective opinions from two assholes. Yeah, that we're are fucking stupid. Generally tired. Yeah, um, and, and remember that guys, it takes no courage to be a critic. Anyone any asshole can be a critic. Um yeah. so, so yeah, we're yeah, critics. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, but, but, but subjectively, again, we've talked about this before, um, different rule sets, uh, just appeal to different people. It's very um, true. And again, I think to, 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 to put that pin in Warplane a little bit more, it's not necessarily the rules we don't like. It's just the way they're explained. Um, yeah. 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 I, I think, think I would could like be, the rules a lot more yeah. if they were explained better. I don't think I'll, it's ever a system that I'm ever going to be like falling in love with, but I do uh -huh. think there is, there is greatness in that like in there you know yeah, so. yeah. It, it, it is a different way to do what i love 2d6 systems and we could just make list and list and list of 2d6 systems because you got powered by the apocalypse which is partial success you got necronalis which does that weird like tie versus opposite yeah, end thing necronalis is a layer to yeah. it there you know you got you got this which is like um you know i think this is like the roll under system with the 2d6 which is really really cool you got you got a lot of really interesting things you can do with two fucking dice you know, play craps. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm not in love with the rule set. Um, I don't think it's bad. I think it's totally viable. I'm just not uh, super in love with the way it's explained. And that's yeah. the last time we, I think we really need to talk about this one um, unless something else comes out because we don't need to keep, Until keep hell repeating that over and over again. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm not surprised by anything. I do think some games got a little bumps up. I do think uh, fewer, but some games did get maybe like a bump down in one or two things. Um, I think I'm really happy. got bumped down a couple times, and I think that's incredibly appropriate. Listen, guys, of all the yeah. games that we've reviewed, objectively, Lancer might actually be the worst one. It's still pretty good. Um, that's the thing is I would play even even I think that's part of um a uh a factor of us picking really fucking good games to play yeah, we, we always we pick, pick like really our next favorite game yeah you know um not saying that lancer is a bad game by any stretch of mention let's forget that let's not forget that a 25 across the board is an average game yes if we literally like man this game is super average an average game is still a completely viable game to play and this got a 31 
You know what I mean? So I would play I would play the shit out of Lancer. I would love to do some combat. So just because it's the lowest scored game that we've reviewed so far does not mean it is a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. I think the mechanics are good. I think the art is fantastic. Um, so so yeah. Um, yeah. That's where we're at. So so currently our list of tens that again I thought we were gonna have so so few of them. Um Merkborg got a 10 on art and style and price. Shereka got a 10 on layout and function. Uh Necronalis got a 10 on shit for tens. Yeah. Necronalis got a 10 on originality. Um and Cascaland also got a 10 on price because the game is fucking free. Yeah, because it's um, free. Or it's but, ten dollars for two adventures, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm actually not surprised by that. I, I am actually I I did not remember that Castellane was so so inexpensive. Yeah. Um but I knew Necronilus was gonna be our ten for originality. I knew uh Troika was gonna be our ten on rule set, and I knew Merc Bark was gonna be our ten on art and style. So anyway, we've been dragging this out for like 15 minutes talking about this. Um so why don't we go ahead and wrap up for today? Um this is fun. I'm really, really glad we did this. Yeah, this is a good. Uh, this, this was good. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe in the future, even if we don't do a re-review episode, maybe like every ten or fifteen games or something like that, we can do a sit down and just like a, like revisit. a, like a, like a revisit, like a marinade. And have we, we won't played do it, it like this. We might actually no. plan it out beforehand instead oh, yeah, of yeah, just yeah. doing it live and be like, hey guys, this yeah. is like. We're like, you know, we're 20 more games in and here's just some of the scores that we decide to bump um, after kind yeah. of di- diving deeper. So, Well, especially, yeah, letting them marinate because, uh, again, we proved that hindsight can tweak the games a little bit. But also, you know, we review some of these games and haven't played any of them. Yeah, that's you true. Know? I mean, hindsight didn't uh, didn't uh, change into the odd. <laughs> it actually dropped it down by by one point. Yeah, that's true. Four, 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 eight, 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 seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so uh, that is our 10th episode of the Weekly Scroll. That is our re-review special. Um, if you are listening to this in podcast digits, land, baby. Yeah. Woo-woo. If you're listening to this in podcast land, do us a favor. Um, if the podcast you're listening to allows you to rate us, drop us a five because we're kind of cool. Um, and uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, uh, thanks for also watching us and our yeah. faces in the VOD. Um, and check us out over on The Adventure Archive on twitch.tv slash The Adventure Archive. Uh, we play like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Yeah. We would love to see more of you. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, over here on The Adventure Archive, which does, which The Weekly Scroll is a part of, we do do a lot of other games. We run a bunch of Merkborg uh, Thursdays with Jason. Uh, we do a lot of other games as well. We're currently running Victory Basic, written by the just incomparable Source of Victory. Um, I got my Dark Kingdoms, which is our evil game on Wednesdays. Mondays right now, we're doing Mycelium Madness. We're trying to always have three games going, um, and then maybe a one-shot a month. That's our goal. So check us out. Uh, I feel like we're, we're, we're all right at this. We're, we're getting yeah, we're there. Getting, we're slowly getting better at this. We definitely yeah. are better than we were. And then, you know, tomorrow we'll be better than we were today. And that's all mm-hmm. that we can ask for. That that and God, you know? Exactly. So um, thank you all for listening, Hunter. This was super fun. I'm glad we did this. It was fun. And for those listening, uh, we've already decided next week we are going to be doing ARC. 
the doom tabletop the, game yeah, the, the doom yeah. doom tabletop is it fantasy yeah. i should read i don't it. even i don't know i'm tired <laughs> all right we're gonna head Go out ahead. hunter you're the fucking man everyone out there we will see you next week thank you so much have a good day farewell